Hi, I'm Paul Rudolph, and you're listening to a podcast where nostalgia comes alive. It's Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. Roll it. Welcome to Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, the podcast where nostalgia comes alive. Since July of 2021, Jake and his friends have interviewed professionals in the worlds of acting, directing, writing, puppeteering, and many more. Who will they be chatting with in this week's interview? Find out in this Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show episode. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, where nostalgia comes alive. I'm your host, Jake Duffenbaugh, with me today as always. Our co-host, Chris Bixby, and Matt Bengo with his pal, Maury Monster. How you guys doing? Hello, we're, we're doing Hi, great. Doing great. <laughs> doing good. Yep. How you doing, Jakey? Well, thank you so much for asking. Hey, Chris, what do we have for today? For today's guest, she is a puppeteer who many will know as the puppeteer of Abby Cadabby and recently Tango on Sesame Street. Um, she's also worked on projects such as Animal Jam, Johnny and the Sprites, uh, Panwapa, The Electric Company, a whole bunch of other things that we'll talk about. Um, and here she is, Leslie Carr-Rudolph. Happy to have you here, Leslie. I'm sorry, Tango. <laughs> or was it Newhart? this is the um this is my chief consultant for tango so <laughs> uh, maybe it's a combination of both maybe of course i have yeah. dog pants on i really dressed up for y'all <laughs> a werewolf a dog <laughs> everything awesome yeah. yeah happy to have you on Yes. yes. Well, thanks yes. for having me. You've had a yeah. lot of fun guests, and I'm honored that I got to be included as one of the friends. Yeah. So. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. Of course. yes, absolutely. So to start this off, uh, even though I kind of did already, in your own words, could you uh, introduce yourself a bit and what you do? Oh, wow. Um, okay. So in my own words, I'm Leslie Carrara Rudolph. Um, <laughs> I am a entertainer, artist, um, performer. And um, I, you know, and puppeteer, I, um, my life has been dedicated to helping the people, communities, families navigate life creatively. Um, and so I do that by helping people, um, touching people's hearts through the arts is what I like to say. Oh. So that's what I do. I'm kind of a multifaceted person that loves anything that has to do with character and creating one either through animation or puppetry or writing or performing. So that's kind of what I do. And um, I do that when and wherever I can. Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. So what was your background like and how did you grow up? Oh, well, um, I, um, I'm from Bay, the Bay Area, Northern California. And um, my dad was um, wanting to be an animator for Disney, but um, he was an artist and he ended up going to Cal Arts and then becoming a teacher. So, um, and my mom worked, I had um, two brothers and a sister. My grandparents lived with us. And because my parents worked, my grandparents were always present and there was art everywhere. My dad used to let his students paint our Volkswagen on the last day of school. So we had this like crazy painted Volkswagen, kind of like, you know, uh, the electric mayhem, but we had it. 
And then, um, so it was really great. You know, I'm, um, you know, just a regular neighborhood. Um, and my, my, I'm a lot younger. I was the youngest. I was kind of like a surprise to the family. Um, so basically just the, uh, I just kind of grew up weird and my brothers and sisters enabled it and my friends enabled it, you know, in a really playful environment. Um, and, you know, it had some hard things happen during that time growing up in our family. And luckily for me, which is why I'm so championing of the arts, I, I was able to always express what I was feeling. Um, I got involved in after school programs because I was so hyper. And so um, my parents <laughs> enlisted me in every after school program known to mankind. And then, wow. soon I, oh, everything. Mm. I was in. Um, then as soon as I could, was old enough to work at age 16, I was teaching after school programs and teaching drama and summer school and camps. So I was just always, my parents were always pushing me outside. I literally am a dog fairy. Like that is my breed. I ended up playing a fairy and a dog. So I was like, this is kind of perfect for me, you know? Yeah. Um, and I always loved playing with people and the world. So um, then I got involved in theater. And um, when I was 16, I was with a theater company called Fantasy Form Actors Ensemble. And it was um, theater for young audiences. And quickly they realized that I was a physical comedian. And, you know, they cast me as Rudolph. And I was like, she thinks I'm cute. And I'd like spin running around. I was Pinocchio. So then I started, my voice started training to be able to sing in different character voices. Then I did a local um, kind of a big deal in San Francisco. It was called Beach Blanket Babylon that I played Dorothy and Madonna. And then I started um, writing shows, not just for family audiences, but then I started writing characters for adult audiences. Mm. So that were still like, I don't swear or do anything, but I just kind of kept creating characters using my voice and my body and my imagination. And then that, um, but I struggled with writing and reading like my brain. I have kind of, I, I don't know if I, I thought I was dyslexic and maybe ADHD, but I, but I just have a perception processing disorder. So um, reading and stuff was a struggle for me. And so when I went to San Francisco state, I didn't want to be a, if you wanted to be a drama teacher, uh, you had to study English. And I was like, I'm going to fail all my classes. <laughs> Cause I just struggle. Like my spelling is horrible. I'm all over the place. But then I realized that my gift was working with kids at risk and getting kids to come out of their shells. And I would have puppets at the camp and I would draw characters and I was playing. So I designed my major at San Francisco state child development through the arts. So I ch studied child psychology, therapeutic recreation, which is designing programs for hospitalized kids kids in um, outreach programs, um, foster homes. I just could find different ways to reach kids through the arts. And so that's kind of, but I kept, after I graduated, I was going to get a job doing like the Bridges program for, um, which is kind of for um, young people that have different abilities. And, um, but I ended up just getting jobs as an actress. I ended up getting work and doing Sweeney Todd. I was the beggar woman. You know, I did 
really extreme characters, you know, and Pump Boys and Dinettes and Little Shop of Horrors. So I kept doing theater and after school stuff. And then I started writing my own shows. And that eventually just led me everywhere. You know, that's what I think it is. I just kind of somehow ended up here on Sesame Street. I mean, it, it was because of those are my those are my roots, right? Of so I course. kept doing what I did. I ended up working at Disney World and then I ended up writing a show that had HBO workspace. And at the same time, the Muppets were looking for female comedians who could sing and all those things. And so it just happened 26 years ago, I think, is, was my first um, start on Muppets Tonight, which yeah, uh huh, yeah. So Bill yes. Beretta talked Brian Henson into hiring me. He says, "I think she's got some characters." <laughs> I was like, "I got loads of them," and that's where I met my husband Paul Rudolph. So, Aww. so Bill Beretta changed my life, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah M- Muppets Tonight's a wonderful show. I'm oh, hoping, yeah. I'm hoping yes. it gets on Disney Plus or yeah, something it's... like that one of these yeah, days. Yeah, I mean, previously. Oh yeah, that'd be, yeah, we, that'd be great. We we previously interviewed um one of the puppeteers you worked with on there, uh, Brad Abril. Oh, I love Brad. Yeah, oh, yes. Brad he, was great. great. He was fun. He's super tall. He was so hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like Brad, I'm t- I don't feel uh, like walking over there. Will you pick me up so I can get that script? And he would go out and pick me up. I remember, I, I remember when we interviewed him. He was like his hands were like so. I remember he was like telling us that he. He was, he, he was he, about to do like a sh- um, shooting with, with Kermit, but his hand was like too big. So yeah. like, oh, it's too big. Oh, dang it, I almost got it. Eh. Huh. Almost. Yeah. Almost. He, he was another enabler. He had fun. I hope he, yeah, oh, Brad's yeah. great. He's, oh, yeah. Great personality. Lots of voices. Really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I've heard that you um uh, performing as Pamela Henderson. Pamela Henderson from, from the from Bay, Bay Watch spoof. Yes. 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 Sure, totally. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Great, great show. Absolutely. So speaking of Muppets Tonight, I'm curious, who were some of your favorite celebrities to work with on that show? Oh, gosh. It was so great to watch everyone. I mean, I was still new. So I was in the phase of just like, you know, going wherever I needed just like to go. learning kind of yeah, yeah. But, yeah but the cool thing about that is that you could observe people you know because you're underneath them and you're looking up and you can watch how they approach a scene you know and their vibe and everything like John Goodman was amazing like he was like he's so he got he like immersed himself 150 percent just watching him work Martin Short was hilarious. He kept getting, he kept adding and adding. Jason um, Alexander was the same way. He would do a scene, that Perot scene. Remember when they were on the train? Do you remember that scene mm-hmm. where he was Inspector Perot, I think? And mm-hmm. every time he did the scene, he would do, get funnier and funnier. Um, Paula Abdul was great. I really liked it because I used to dance. Oh, yes, so I knew yes. some of her dancers and oh, she was yeah. super kind. Um, Everybody was really cool. Gosh, uh, you know, um, I can't, you know, you know who was really, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Country Western singer, uh, Garth Brooks. Yes, Garth Brooks. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, Garth Brooks. Oh, yes. He was so, he was pure joy. 
Garth Brooks was pure joy. He was super funny. He sang live. Tony Bennett sang live. Mm, Tony, you yeah. Know, with Ralph oh, yeah. Sharon, his musical director there. Um, you know, Little Richard sang live. Yeah. Yes. Little Richard. And, yeah. and yeah, Bob actually Rip- got to play Rosita, drums yeah. for him. I was like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> I think I was just like, just watching everybody. Oh my gosh. I can't even remember. It was all such a blur. I can't, I have a scrapbook and I haven't been able to find it. Um, so I can't really say who was my favorite because they were all like studying. Kathy Jimmy was awesome. I loved her, you know, um, even though she was just briefly at the DMV. Um, but I just, I, I don't know. I think everybody was, was fun to just watch work. Definitely, right. yeah. Oh my gosh. What about Pierce Brosnan? He was super cool. And that was like a really long shoot day um, as James Prawn. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, well, that's yes, awesome. And, um... and of course, Whoopi Goldberg. I probably, oh, yeah. yes. I probably oh, yes. have to say Whoopi was my favorite because, well, she's one of my heroes and I wrote oh, yeah. her. When I was working in Florida, I wrote her a, a fan letter and she answered back and she sent me an autographed picture. Oh, oh that's nice. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. I yeah. freaked out. And then later when I was on her radio show, it was before she was on The View as Abby. Oh. oh. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh. And then when she was on Muppets Tonight, I go, I wrote you a fan letter. She did. Of course, she probably didn't remember. But <laughs> right. Because you probably, yeah. Because you got like thousands, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, yeah. she's everything you want her to be and more, you know. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so another project you worked on early on was a second season of the Warpless World of Dr. Seuss, inheriting the, wo- the wolves of Lil Cat A and Morton the Elephant Bird. What was that like? I love doing work. That was really fun because that, that, ah, I just, I love that word. <laughs> hey, Dad, Morton Jr. That was like after Muppets Tonight, they, um, you know, like again, I was a work in progress. And so, uh, <laughs> And so they they were having auditions for actually Bear in the Big Blue House and oh, simultaneously simultaneously with for the second season of Webulous World. Oh, okay. And so I was actually auditioning for both. Um, you know, they pulled us into Osh- and I was at the time I was in Florida doing Search for Signs of Intelligent Life in the Universe Lily show. I was uh, I was doing that equity show, obviously a show with characters. But um and so I f- went up to New York and I was so excited because I hadn't really been to New York since I was with that theater company a long time ago where we went through New York on the way to Massachusetts. Like, and my first Broadway show was Cats. You know, I know, like I'd never really been to New York. So I said, yeah, I'll audition. There's no way I'm going to get it because I'm not, I'm still, I'm still learning, right? Mm. And um, I guess I liked my take on Morton because, you know, Kathy... Mullen was there and she was very, very supportive of me, which was really, you know, because she wanted to direct and stuff and she was really wonderful. And I met Tim Legasse there, which is, I met my brother. He's, we're both lunatics, right? He's, we were both, he played junior and I played Morton and we spent the whole day at a sleepover (laughs) and Tim and I were under a bed making or with under this bed, 
you know, with our characters above our heads. And we laughed so hard. All day. <laughs> we just made each other laugh. The crew was like, oh, what's oh wrong God. with these two? Oh my God. Like, we're hilarious. We're the funniest people that ever lived. And so from then on, Tim, like, we're, we're hilarious, oh. right? And I met Jim Napolitano. Um, and he taught me all about shadows. I met Marty Robinson and Pam Arciero yes, and Stephanie DeBruzzo. Morocco yes. was writing for the show. Um, I was working with superstars, right? And I had, I was like, I'm going to be fired, which is how I felt on Muppets. I was like, how are people even letting me breathe their same air? But I think because I had such a positive attitude. I met Heather Ash there, who's an incredible performer and a builder. And we, we've been really like, these people are all my dear friends now, you know, that they, right. yeah. they, we connect. And so it was so much fun. And Jim Doltz, who was the set designer for Muppets Tonight, he was the second season of um webulous world he designed that area so i got to work with jim doltz again and jim doltz was really key in um because he was really kind to me and he knew i was far away from home so he always invited me when i was on muppets tonight to for thanksgiving and things like that oh. um he was key into getting me in for getting sarah marshall oh, okay yeah, about, yeah i'm in that movie mm -hmm. yeah yeah, that's right. Yes. So yeah. he was working yeah. on the set for that. And he goes, I know the woman you should, I know the person you should hire for that vampire. <laughs> I don't know what he was talking about or why he thought I would be good at that, but, but I'm glad he suggested me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, moving on, moving on to Sesame Street. Start at the beginning. How did you begin working on the show? Okay, so that was the very first time I worked on Sesame Street was they were doing a spinoff show um, for young kids called Sesame Beginnings. Yeah, and, yes. Um, right, uh -huh. so they, they had a pilot that they were going to try out because they wanted to see if like Cookie Monster is a baby, Prairie Dawn is a baby, um, Big Bird is a baby, and... Um, who was the other baby? I think it was Elmo, I think. Yeah. And Elmo is a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because Bill Beretta played Elmo's dad originally. And so, um, anyway, so at the pilot though, they wanted to try the pilot. So Kevin um Clash recommended me to be Cookie Monster's mom for the pilot. And mm -hmm. that was so scary because like I I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, and they hadn't really met me. And I went in and I was the pilot of Cookie Monster's mom. And then they had, they decided, I guess it worked out because then they decided to have um, auditions for all these other moms. They said, we think this is going to work. So um, Ricky Boyd ended up getting Cookie Monster's grandma. And he did it like, <laughs> wow. he did it like Jonathan Winters. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, like Mod Cricket, Mod <laughs> Friggin, or something like that. Hmm. And then um, I ended up being Prairie Dawn's mom, Delta Dawn. I got to name myself Dee Dee. 
Delta Dawn. And um, she was a jazz musician. She was wonderful. I really liked her. She was great. And I got to work with a great Fran Brill. So I kind of oh, you know, yes. added so that and who was Prairie and we had a good time. But right, right after I got cast as that part, I was in a sketch comedy group with Josh Gad, who you probably know, and Eden and a bunch of people. And I was making props and I sliced my finger with a utility blade on accident and cut right through my tendon and I couldn't move my thumb or anything. I couldn't do anything. And Mm. so Kevin called and he goes, hey, you got the part. I'm like, I can't do it. I, I don't have a left arm. They said I can't use my arm for four months, maybe six, Whoa. maybe I don't know when I'll get my thumb back. And um, he goes, that's okay. It's a live hand puppet. I'm like, what? He goes, you just <laughs> need one hand. And I'm like, okay, they'll take it. So I showed up and I had this crazy cast on with my thumb like this. I had to stick a, pay- uh, it had like a, a like a, metal thing sticking out to make sure nobody bumped into it. I put a little stuffed penguin on it, you know, Uh, so people uh, wouldn't bump into it. Yeah. Right. And I did her Uh. one handed. And I think because I had such a positive attitude still, they um (laughs) when they were having then they later uh, down the line they were having auditions for Abby all over the Mm -hmm. and in fact they she wasn't even named yet. They didn't I think they were going to maybe call her Daisy. They weren't sure what they were going to call her yet. And so they sent an AM Muppet, which is what we call anything Muppets. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like, so the Mupp- the Disney puppets called it, they call them whatnots. You know, that's what they call them. And then Sesame Street calls them AMs. Mm-hmm. Just, you probably knew that. But um, anyway, so they had, um, they sent an AM Muppet dressed uh, just like a little girl all over the country to these different places for people to audition with sides that you had to, you know what sides are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pieces, yeah. Pieces of the script and a song. Yes. Right? Yeah, right. yeah. And then from that, they had a callback and there was five other women called back. And at the callback, I took my character, Lolly, who I'd been performing with, with a little while and I just mm-hmm. went and played with kids in the park to kind of distract myself. I went to the dog park Aww. and I just like huh. got all dog energy on my arm and kid energy. And Cheryl Blaylock says, just, you know, just keep this Aww. with you. Just go have fun. So I went Aww. to the audition Cheryl and oh my gosh, Sonia Manzana was there. I thought it was out and Fran Brill was there. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I just thought, well, and I, my little, my goddaughter gave me a, left me a voice message that I keyed into her voice. She's like, Auntie Les, you got this. You are a fairy, whether or not they think you are, I know you are. And I was like, that's the voice. So I just kind of went and they, of course they were, they would, you know, because they don't want a bunch of different voices. So Abby is kind of morphed. Now and then, you know, like it's right. almost up. Sometimes I'll rub her there, you know. So I, she's kind of, we, <laughs> I play her like an instrument. And then once I, I hadn't even seen what she looked like. And at the callback, they had what she looked like. And I was like, oh, you're going to have to cut this puppet off my arm. I <laughs> love her. She's so cute. 
And then Fran Brill and I like improvised. We had a little bit of script, but we improvised for about 20 minutes. Our arms were up in the air and we just connected. Um, she had Zoe and I had Abby and we just played as little girls. And I think that's what sold it was our <laughs> um, authentic connection. So uh, that's, so that's um... the story. And that was, you guys probably know when that was more than I do. But like when the first uh, made her, she what? her first episode was in two thousand. Wait, Paul says when was I? Spring of two thousand six or fall two thousand five? Paul says. Yeah, yeah the first episode right. is um, sounds about which right, is, which the is first, um, first Abby, episode Abby moves to Sesame Street. Moves to Sesame yeah. Street. That that aired. That's in a the great episode. Of, in the yeah, summer of six. You know what's great about that episode is that Jerry Nelson. That was the last time he performed the count. As yeah. on the ground oh, with him doing oh, it, he was right. off physically performed it. He still continued to wow. perform it through Matt. Vogel. Right, yes. So right. Matt yes. would do the voice, and he would catch the voice, and Jerry was there with me. Oh. And he said, "I wouldn't miss this for the world," because oh. he was such a champion of me. I'm up as tonight. He always picked me to be his assist. He oh, he took an interest in me because he knew I wrote my own music and wrote my own comedy and everything. And Jerry did that too. And he goes, you know, no matter what you do, always have your own stuff. You know, yeah, always exactly. do your own work. Exactly. So yeah, so he was really great at that. So oh yeah, yeah. We talked when we interviewed uh, Stephanie. We talked a lot about Jerry. That's one thing we definitely talked about a lot was working with Jerry. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah, he was like his. Well, I, I probably heard this other. So on Muppets Tonight, like I was, you know, part of the cast. I had my own dressing room, which was weird because I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> and there was my dressing room, there was a bathroom, and then Jerry's dressing room and a bathroom. And, you know, so mm -hmm. I, um, because I was living with my friend, my commute, I got there early in the morning because I was commuting in Los Angeles, the, that the traffic is horrible. So I would get it, leave at like four 30 or five o'clock in the morning to get to set, to get early, to beat the traffic. And I would be in the dressing room and, um, Jerry would come in in the mornings, every morning he would play the guitar and sing. And I would just lean up against the, the bathroom wall, listening to him sing. And it was just, amazing and then you know we I, I i do a thing where i pick angel cards with everyone he pick an angel card uh -huh. he he got me into he got me into jackie uh -huh. chan <laughs> uh, that's <great. laughs> this is hilarious but he was super funny and i he was such like jerry is such a brilliant character actor and i think that's where we connected in the sense that also too i would have been the age his daughter would have been and um, so I think he liked having that my energy around, yeah. um, uh. you know, so he just really took me, I say, under his wing, under my his cape. But he, you know, he was just amazing. And, and Paul loved him, too, because Paul's a musician and he was really supportive of Paul because Paul has this group called Glank. He makes instruments out of liquid propane yeah, uh -huh. and metal gears and salt plates. And he has a clapping pattern. Mm -hmm. So Paul's yep. favorite character on Sesame Street is the Count. So when Paul met Jerry as the County, we were all like, 
I think that's the thing is like we were all fans of the people we were working with. Right. Yeah. And I think that's how Paul and I connected. We're like, what are you doing here? I don't know. What are you doing here? I can't believe we're here. <laughs> you know, and we're just like, so, um, so he's near and dear to our hearts. And Paul is uh, uh, sure. the musical mm-hmm. director. So it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Some ghosts, you know, what Bob and Oh, Mario. yeah. Course. Oh, yeah. I have them all with me all the time. Oh, I have like a little gosh. shrine to everybody, and oh, they're, they're yeah, there's uh, such amazing people that we we never do we never forget. So yes. franchise, and when we interviewed Allison Bartlett, we talked a lot about them as well. I yes. love mm-hmm. Allison Bartlett. Uh, I really, love her. Really wonderful. She's also just not such not just gorgeous and smart and funny but she's such a brilliant actress and a writer and a director mm-hmm. absolutely like she's fierce yeah <laughs> i love her uh, yes so um do you have any like favorite episodes or, or inserts you did with abby jeez i just love playing with abby i think you i have oh my god well that broccoli thing last night that was so silly because (laughs) we only had like a few minutes to shoot it so it was just like we are like oh "Oh my god we don't have time to shoot this let's just free for all it so it's like okay broccoli so that that (laughs) makes me laugh um oh my gosh i people ask me the favorites and then out and then afterwards i think oh i should have said this so on Sesame Street, the favorite stuff. Well, I have to say my first episode is my yes. favorite. Yes, yes, absolutely. I, I have to say that I everybody was in it. Like everybody mm-hmm. was in it. Um, one of my most moving episodes that I my one of my favorite songs ever, which is not like a happy song, was is with Roscoe Orman. Um, where we did an outreach thing, where I know which one, yeah, the, the divorce one, yeah, big yeah. feelings, big feelings, yeah, yeah. big yep. feelings, yep. and it was so that was like really moving to me. Um, there's a couple times, um, you know, um, during the time that I was doing Abby in Wonderland, I was feeling so many things. Kevin, Kevin made that really special. My dad was really, really sick with cancer at that time, and I just wanted to go home and. You know, when Abby was singing, I just want my wand and I just want to go home. And I was in the booth. I remember crying, going like, I just wish Abby's wand was real. Because there's so many times in my life that I wish I could really be there. Um, God, there's so many fun segments. Uh, Abby in Wonderland's fun. We actually watched that one yesterday to prepare yeah. for the yes. interview. Abby in Wonderland yes. is yes, fantastic. We did. It's, it's amazing. Wonderful. I still, I don't, that thing, that was a fever dream because I was still like, like I said, I, you know, I'm still a work in progress as a puppeteer and I'm always trying different things with Abby. <laughs> you know, that's the fun part. Like I don't have to, I don't have a legacy character that I have to do a certain style of puppetry right and i remember right. bill Beretta was really key in that and he goes just watch people and pick and choose your style because that's what you are doing when you're creating it and um, so as far <laughs> as sesame things that i i love all the outreach stuff that we do just anytime we're out in the real world with real kids yes um, outreach stuff is great yes gosh, oh you gosh. have a favorite episode i can't 
Uh, well, no, well, definitely that first one. Definitely oh, yeah. the, def the first one. The great one. There was also another one, I think, in that same season where she goes to uh to fairy. Was it like storybook oh. school or something? Oh, oh, yes, I know what uh, you're talking about. With um, oh my gosh, she was in the baby Partridge bear family. was in there. In the Partridge Family, she was in the Partridge. Shirley uh, Jones. Yes. Shirley Jones was Mother Goose. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. This is yeah. such a weird thing because I worked with her son on Muppets Tonight. What? Oh, did yes. you? Wow. Oh, my so, gosh. So it was really weird because I was like, I, I I even remember going to his house because we would get home really late and we both had dogs. So he goes, let's walk our dogs at night. And I go, <laughs> why do you have Ryan Cassidy? Um, and I go, why do you have pictures of, wow, you really like the Partridge family. Like, why do you have all these pictures of Shirley Jones in your house? And he goes, that's my mother. And I'm like, oh, so embarrassed. <laughs> so anyway, when she was like, oh, I worked your brother rock with your son, Ryan. And it was really nice because Sesame, the people were looking out like, what? And so I had a connection with Mrs. Goose. It kind of relaxed me a little, but that was fun. Um, oh, yeah. I always like when Abby gets to pretend like she's an expert at something like I'm dressed up as Dr. Hare. And for some reason, <laughs> I, Abby does her Stuart. She does her Jim, Jimmy Stewart impersonation. Zenzo's pedals. Uh, she just like, I always like when, listen here, we got, what's the scoop? Cookie, we're having a paper here on Sesame Street. But, um, I, also, like anytime we do any kind, I loved all of Elmo the musical. Yes, yes. I loved. Yeah. Oh yes. oh, yeah. Oh, I for, loved yeah, being Velvet. Yeah, Velvet. Yes. Yeah, Velvet, yes. Bring yes. me back. Just bring me back. <laughs> bring Hang it back. me in the corner for the love of. I would just drape in. I'm perfect for scene changes. I don't know why they don't bring me back. And then, plus, we got to sing and do other characters. So mm -hmm. I really loved yeah. all of those parodies because we got to sing. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm on the musicals. Great. Yes, I love Elmo the musical and Velvet. Yes, yes. 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 Um, I love that you yeah. mentioned Pam Wappa Islands because that's where Penelope Penguin was born. She's one of my favorite characters ever. I just sang with <laughs> Billy Porter. I'm really proud of that. She's great. <laughs> She's like Jennifer Tilly. Kind of, sort of, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of the musical, what was it like doing that? That was really great. Well, the funny thing about that is um, Ricky Boyd, who's a brilliant... Yeah, yeah previous guest. He's, he's, he's one. He's one. He's, yep. Ricky could tell you stories. He's like the best guest. I'm so glad you interviewed him. His Jim Henson, How We Met Jim Henson story, where he's in the blue suit. Did he tell you that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he might have did. Yeah. yeah. He's so great. He's one of my dear friends because we worked uh, on Animal Jam together. We did. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he was Waffle, mm -hmm. I was Edie. And um, so anyway, Ricky, Magnetic Dreams, which is now Armada, was doing all the animation uh, for that. Mm, right. And so they made me sit as velvet on set with a camera pointed at me to watch my facial expressions and read live <laughs> and i was like what so embarrassing and so that's oh when i started gosh, doing my pipe cleaners like i do pipe cleaner sculptures i don't know if you guys know this but i'm obsessed yeah. with pipe cleaners mm -hmm. and it started as pink monkeys because lolly has a pink monkey rescue and i was working on a show called um wake up your weird and i was making pink monkeys for people to adopt and 
to raise money for my show because that's what you do. You make pink monkeys right. out of pipe cleaners and you raise money. So, but then I got bored with doing pink monkeys and then I started doing all these things. So I had to sit on set doing that. And then, um, but then I got cast as other characters and that was really fun because they had different Broadway composers like Jason Robert Brown wrote the noir one. And so we had all these different, I was Nettie the Yeti. Um, so sometimes we, sometimes our characters were performed live and then sometimes like um i was the tomato um mm -hmm. in the tomato the musical i guess it was called i can't remember and for mm -hmm. that was weird so i didn't have a puppet but i had a big tomato on a stick like a big like a like holding up a paper plate and i'd walk through the scene <laughs> and i'd hold my <laughs> tomato where the tomato would be so sometimes we had these markers that we were holding and I can't remember. I think I also did a. I also remember playing an evil character. I can't remember when. Huh. <laughs> she was, had a machine, and I I was in gold. I was in Ladyfinger. No, I think that was the Cookie Monster. Remember Cookie Crummy Pictures? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. I think it was a James Bond villain in that. Uh, yeah. Our parodies. Okay. I love all of our parodies. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. So oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. One of yeah. my favorite. So creative. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. One of my favorite, like, favorite songs, like, like really, like, Abby's songs is, um, so I love words. Words, words, and more words. Uh, yes. I love more words. I love words more than A, I can say. Um, like, I like saying pop and poodles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Well, Mike Pantuso was the artist on that. If you guys don't follow him on Instagram, he is one of the most creative art guys. He's out there. But I love Mike Pantus, who he's doing, always also doing these weird things. And that was really interesting. So early on, you'll love this, you guys. Early on, when Abby had the wings, uh -huh. right? Yes. Uh -huh. It was motorized. She had motorized wings. Mm. And it was oh. a big like i felt like i was wearing a big tube that had the motor to power her wings on a backpack well when oh you're gosh. sitting on the ground you're trying to get next to people so they would go <sighs> like this plus they were making a noise so they put it the batter, battery operated and then they covered it with all kinds of you know foam so you wouldn't hear it so i'm wearing this like tube and kevin's like he goes well, how can i help you with this and i go you can wear it <laughs> <laughs> and I go, you wear it. And he goes, all right. You, so I take you it see off. How it is. And he put it on. He goes, this oh. is ridiculous. He goes, this is not, this is done. Like, <laughs> he's like, this is ridiculous. You can't have a puppeteer wearing a lawnmower on her back in a scene. So <laughs> that lasted like for one episode, maybe. But in that um, words, words, and more words, she still had the battery, but that battery was on a stand. <laughs> like it was on a stand. And I think Paul McGinnis, his job was to follow me with the battery on the stand or something. But now Abby has, she just has a wing neck. It's like a, a thing like, I think Krupa might've made it that makes her wings flap. Oh, and Jim so, Krupa, yeah, she, yeah, yeah he's, he's the best. Did, I, oh, don't, yes. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to bring up Johnny and the Sprites because it's another thing, but he made, I right. played G Ginger Sprite in that. He made um, her 
eye mech and her feeler mech and her wing mechs. I I miss Ginger. She was a really, really fun. I love Ginger, yes. Uh, Ginger's great. My favorite song I've done was Muddle in the Puddle. Yeah. Yeah. Way up there. I love that so much. In fact, I even have it right here. Like, um, let me see if I have a picture. It's just like it's just I that was just amazing. And then the Christmas episode. Yeah, yeah. so in the last, I don't know if you guys oh. can see. Oh yes. And there there oh, I am yeah. with Basil, Tim Lagasse. Oh. oh yeah. So we were reunited again, you know, Basil oh, and um Ginger from you know Junior and Morton. So we had that right. chemistry. Yeah. And at the very end, when she looks uh. at herself in the mirror and she's really upset. There's a you can see there's water and the camera is underneath the plexiglass and it's looking up at Ginger and then she touches it. So that's how that last scene is shot. It's just really beautiful. Oh, so, so, so I love fun. anytime Abby flies too. Like I fly in from the side, I'll just stand on the corner of frame. So I'll be like this. I'm like, oh, I'm coming down. Boom. And then I usually have to sit on the <laughs> ground and fall on my back. But um, for Sean, who is our jib camera operator, he'll follow me. So whenever Abby's like flying the the jib shot, which is the camera mm-hmm. on the end of the big hook, follows us around. So that's awesome. really fun. Awesome. Yeah. So, so now, and I also love when okay. Abby is with Big Bird because I, oh, yeah. oh, I love that she's so small and he's so big. And he's so big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You got mm. it, pal. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know. You know it's funny you mentioned uh, Broadway. Uh, Matt and his dad actually went to see Sesame Street the musical last fall. Oh, did when you it was have up fun? There in New York. Yes, it was amazing. I, I absolutely loved it, and I know some uh, puppeteers who were in it who are good friends of mine as puppeteers, and it was it was just amazing. It was my first time in New York, and I absolutely loved the show. It was so fun. I will admit, just seeing those characters up close got me a little teary eyed. Oh, it did. That's nice. It did. It was. It was a wonderful show. Absolutely fantastic. Definitely. So now, yes. um, going going back to uh, Abby a little bit, she also had her own uh, segments. Abby's Flying Fairy School, and uh, with Rudy, of course, Abby's Amazing Adventures. How, how did it feel that your character got uh, her own segments? Um, it was so funny. Abby's Flying Fairy School for the first it was really it carolyn parenti pulled me aside she was our executive director and she's like i want to tell you something and i thought i was in trouble i'm like they found out (laughs) i'm terrible i'm fired i pushed it i'm too weird i've done too many things i've hid my little plastic guinea pig gale too many weird places and what's going on and she says we're giving you your own segment but it doesn't mean you're going to be on the show any less because because I was like, oh, you know, it's animation. Would it mean that I would get to play with Abby less on the show because she was already featured somewhere else, which was really nice. I didn't even think of that. But, um, and I remember like recording that was so much fun because we were all in the same room. Joey Mazzarino plays blog, you know, the, the, the troll who was Uh hilarious. And I think Tyler was Peck the chicken and then oh mm. she played gone again and then woman on broadway who did mrs um 
uh, Sparkle Nose. So those scripts were so fun. I remember wishing they could be puppets because I understand why they weren't, you know, because you think of all the logistics and puppet shows, you know, having to make all that stuff. But man, if they brought the Abby's Flying Fairy School, I would be so happy. And I like that because Abby got to be a little older in that episode. Did you notice that? She's kind of like the leader, like, well, here's what we're doing. You know, like she Mm -hmm. got to be almost like a tomboy. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to say tomboy because just because a girl is strong doesn't mean she's that, you know what I mean? So I want to say that I've always been, you know, curious and let's do this in a champion. But she really got to be, you know, gung ho and, you know, take it, you know, really go for it and show her comedy. And um, do you know that I personally was in one of those episodes as me? Oh, really? Yes. What? So there's an episode. (laughs) This is hilarious. I'm surprised. No, you guys are getting it here because very few people know this story. So they assembled all the animators just for Abby's Flying Fairy School, right? And then they dispersed when they were done. And they realized there was a piece of animation they didn't do. And that was in the episode where they, there's an exercise, they're watching an exercise show and there's somebody leading exercises. So they decided what they would do is have an actual human be the exercise person. And they would put it somehow, they, I don't know if they green screen it, but they put it on the show. And it was, some, I can't even remember the episode, but they dressed me up as this crazy senior citizen woman. I, I'm in um, an exercise outfit. It says, go girl on my shirt, <laughs> like fake body and everything, fake wig. And I was going, we got this. I don't know what I was doing, <laughs> but it was so funny because I saw the episode. I was like, oh my gosh, Abby is reacting to me. Like she was, like, I was actually what? acting with myself in that. So that was so weird. I know. I, I can tell. You have yeah. to Google it. I don't even know which one it was. It was some sort of thing where. It's just for a little cameo thing or something. Yeah. And then the yeah. um, Rudy and Abby's adventure was a blast. Yes. Oh, years. yes. Frankie mm-hmm. Cordero and I think, again, think we're hilarious. We think we I wish Abby and Rudy would have more shows together because they are such yes. a little vaudeville act. They're like, <laughs> you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're totally <laughs> enable each what other. if we nerd do them. this? Yeah. Yeah. I just love us together. We're really funny. And then we had mm. a secret handshake that Frankie and I, as people, were working it out. Like, we could do this, this, this. And then we put our puppets on and like, let's do this, this, and this, you know? So... <laughs> it's funny so yeah i love that because i love whenever she gets to be funny and clever and interesting and then of course now mecha builders mm, yep mm, yes. have you guys watched any of that a little bit yeah a little bit yeah. of it yeah i yeah. like it it's good yes yeah yes. and now in the second season i think tango's there too right uh yeah i remember barking for that i've done a lot of bark banks they call <laughs> you know they do like they take me you now Abby. I'm like craziness. Yeah, yeah, I remember 
I'd be playing Fairy Scroll a lot. Same. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember yeah. playing. I remember playing some of the games on the. Oh really? You guys, kids, rep sounds Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. <cool>. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, Matt or Marty, which one do you want to take the next one? I'll take it while Matt's looking for for the episode you're bringing up. Uh, this this may di- be difficult, and you can uh, name a few. But who are your some of your favorite celebrity guests on Sesame Street you've gotten to work with? Oh wow! And I see that you have your Rudy doll. Yeah, that's my yeah, brother. I love him so. Yeah, yes, and I got my Abby doll in the back. Uh, yeah, I, got, I, I got, love got, it. Let me see. I, oh, it's so cute. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I got the, got the yeah. Abby figure. Yes. Yeah. Um, a, a friend of Matt sent this to him for his birthday last year. Oh, Paul found had it, it ever since. Oh my god. Oh? Paul found a picture of what, what, the day we were filming. That's what I looked like. Oh! Uh, <laughs> oh wow. I'll watch the video version, folks. You'll see it better. Yes. <laughs> Just stay yeah. there at this point. Wow. Oh, my God. And my husband, actually, don't you have a picture of me in your wallet dressed like that? Yeah. As a joke, Ken Diego, one of the directors, got a still and he handed out pictures of me. I was oh like, God. you guys. <laughs> okay favorite celebrities oh well i love all our musical guests um we had john batiste who's a unicorn he is just amazing um jason Mraz was amazing um i also like um oh my gosh the power of yet janelle monet yeah yes. yeah um, oh, i love that one. Oh my gosh she needs to be she needs to play the Lena Horn story. She's amazing. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was a hoot. He was really funny. Um, we had Blake Lively, his wife on briefly um, for the pickles special um, with Amanda oh, yeah. Seyfried. Yes. Amanda Seyfried is so sweet. You know, well, oh. everybody's, no one's ever mean on Sesame Street. I don't, I don't right. think I can think of can anybody who has ever, you know, just you know if anything they might have been just like in shock you know or something but never that but amanda safry was really sweet with abby and um she sent me a pillow that she hand knitted afterwards a pink pillow and a thank you and their daughter i was just like oh my gosh um so she was sweet um oh my gosh we've had some i i think all of our musical guests have have been brilliant um i can't even think of all the guests that we've had because we've had so many Uh, do you have any questions about any of them well well, going back Uh, to uh whoopi goldberg i know uh uh, she was on the 50th special oh yeah Yeah, anniversary and she did a number of other things with sesame too i know yes yeah it was kind of i i still get starstruck around whoopi um and I think everybody was kind of like, it's like seagulls at the dump. Everybody wants to be next to her. Like, yeah. I want to be next to her. Yeah. I want to be next to her. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, she, yeah. And, um, and, and Patty yeah. LaBelle. Oh, my gosh. Patty LaBelle. Yes. I loved her. She was fantastic. Uh, and she was wearing a little piggy slippers, um, these slippers, because she wore really painful shoes. And so we said, put the slippers on. Um, but Isak Perlman was really amazing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Um, Whoopi liked my dragon shoes that I paint. I paint shoes and she liked them. Mm. 
And so I painted her some dragon shoes and she wore them on the, on the view. And I was super excited. She wore a pair of my shoes. I was like, my mom called me. She goes, I'm so, oh my gosh. I'm so yeah. proud of you, but I'm super proud of you for your getting your artwork out there because she goes, people <laughs> don't know you're an artist. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I, I like art. Um, <laughs> I, I liked Samantha B. She was Mrs. Uh, Muppet? No, no, she was Mrs. Muppet. I can't remember. Samantha B. She she was really funny because she's a really great improv, and I don't think mm-hmm. people is on her radar, but I really enjoyed her. Um, um, John Legend was fun. Oh, John, John Legend. Legend. Yeah. John Legend, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, when he starts to sing, you just kind of melt. And what I like about John Uh Legend is he does so much for the community and he's done so much outreach. And he and his wife, his wife is wonderful. His wife, I was on stage with Abby and she was like full on pregnant. We were at this awards assembly for, it was like this uh, Smithsonian Enlightening Award or something like that. And his, and and his wife grabs Abby, like, hug my belly. <laughs> like, I'm hugging your belly. You know, <laughs> like, she's like, oh, she's, she was really kind. <sighs> um, oh, God. There's so many people that we've had. And, and every time there, there's so many standouts, I'm embarrassed if I, I can't ask me more questions and I can, I can tell you stories. <laughs> what? <Well>. <laughs> Oh, Jane Krakowski. Oh my God. She's She's a quadruple threat. I love her. Yeah. I really wish we would have Paula Pell on. In fact, I'm going to throw her name out because Paula and I did the Kathy and Mo show together and we worked at Disney World together. So I'm going to actually see if they can. I love Sarah Bareilles. Abby and her song. Uh Yes. Yeah. So her, that was really sweet. Um, You know who was uh, um Tori Kelly. Yes. Yeah. And you know who's really funny is Paul, who do we do the Halloween one with? The kid. Huh? The song that we did with I follow him on Instagram. Um, you know that the one that always um samples different sounds and he's He's Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, Charlie Puth. Yeah. He is. He's. He's really kind of reserved and shy, you know. But then when he gets kind of playful, so Charlie Puth is really. Um, he was really fun and kind. Yeah, because uh, he did a cover of "Sing" with with you guys, didn't he? Like, yeah, he did a cover of yeah, Sing. yeah. Uh-huh. Dave Grohl was. Mm, yes. <laughs> amazing i mean it's just like once we start thinking of people it was like of course josh gad i was super excited josh was on because i'm like josh "Josh." and then lolly took advantage of him being there like josh now that you're here i need you to be at my cabaret (laughs) you owe me josh gad (laughs) yeah Yeah, and and, um another celebrity guest i know we know about is you know you know, since we're not also we're not just you know Sesame fans, we're also big Wiggles fans as well. And, you know, Elmo, Abby, and Cookie Monster did some songs with the Wiggles with yes. style into the Propel. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious what's yeah. that like for me and them. Um, we have different styles, you know. Yeah. Um, of the way we relate to the 
audience. So that was just kind of an interesting melding of the worlds, you know, because the Sesame Street, they don't necessarily know they're on a television show, right? So right. we're also, we're just hanging out and doing stuff. So they were a little more, the way they engaged with the audience was different than us, but they were all super, super nice and fun and oh, yes. playful and respectful and kind, you know, so they were, they were a joy to be with. Yeah, oh, yes. absolutely. So now we kind of, that's happened. Yeah. Uh, we well, you know who oh, else I really loved who was on our special is Jim Lee, who mm, is a yes. comic book artist. And I was super giddy. He draws, he's famous for drawing Batman. He does DC, he does a lot of dark stuff, but he, um, Abby was joking with him and said, I want laser eyes. I need laser eyes. You know, <laughs> he just was, he um, ended up doing a drawing of Abby on Twitch. You know, he says, I'm okay. wow. he talked about for an hour and a half, talked about what Sesame Street meant to him. He drew her. He then afterwards, he sent me the drawing. And then, then his assistant called because I was with my mom in Northern California and said, we're worried you're not going to get this drawing from Jim. Um, he wants you to have it before Christmas. I was like, you're the head of DC Comics and you want to make sure that I get some. I was like, who does that? You know, I was like, like these, these people uh, are so just go the extra mile. So that part was cool. Paul, uh, can you think of any other celebrities? I can't. I can't there's so many there are a lot of good ones i mean oh, paul oh, yeah. paul rudd oh my gosh i love him i'm him. glad you brought him up <laughs> yes i would say that he was one of my favorite also alan cumming was great he oh was yeah yeah of course yeah <laughs> and i had just seen him in the, the the scottish play i'm not in a theater i can say it but um paul so hilarious i had the best time he was so playful and his son for whatever reason was very young at the time was into wearing suits <laughs> he would wear a sport coat mm. <laughs> he goes i don't know my son's a toddler and wants to wear a tweed sport coat i'm like well maybe he's trying to be you know sherlock holmes who knows yeah so. there's a lot of, who, who am i saying jimmy fallon you guys did a lot of things <gasps> oh yeah yeah jimmy yes. fallon is really really great he's he's so fun i love when we're on the show i think mm. one of my favorite things is when they did the instrument number when they were all together mm -hmm. and they yeah. were doing yes. the instruments yeah. and yeah. he was really kind he was really good he gave abby a step out which i'm always i'm always happy when a female gets featured you know we're yeah. few and mm, far gosh. between but i really like when that happens yeah so mm. we, we talked to we talked about this a, a bit earlier but um let's talk about more about the uh, outreach projects that uh sesame did because i know you did a lot of them you mm -hmm. and rosita did a lot of them um well, can you talk a bit a bit about uh, working on those and the stuff that sesame does for like yes. the military and stuff yeah so we do um so the military outreach um the first time I was brought in was for the character, and I think she's coming back, um, Jesse. So what happened with the military outreach, they were trying to help kids that were dealing. The first one was dealing with a parent who's deployed. Yes. So Elmo was his dad was deployed. So they dealt with that kind of what things come up with that. And then the second one was a parent coming back either having gone through change 
going through change. So it was post-traumatic stress syndrome, um, PTSD. <clears throat> it was physical change. It was all kinds of different things because then you've, you've come back. And so Rosita's dad came back wheelchair bound and dealing with change. And um, at that time, I was um, Rosita's mom. Um, and now since that time, we've been recast, obviously we recast with Amy Garcia, who's wonderful. Um, but at that time we were still exploring and, and then the next level was dealing with loss. And so they, but they realized that they were going to do different types of loss. So they were going to have a family who, um, lost a life in the war they were going to have. So what they did is they blend real life Muppet stories with real life stories. And they had kids that who lost their dad or a parent in the military or lost their parent to a disease or some other, some other tragic different situations. And um, we were dealing with loss. And then I played that character, Jesse. And um, for me, Jesse is 11, which is at the same age I was when my brother, when I lost my brother. Um, and so it was a very close to my heart, you know, and what was great for me is I knew exactly what it feels like to deal with loss at that age. And I was also realized that this was going to be a powerful tool for families to talk to each other because my, my family, there wasn't anything for me when I was growing up, when, you know, when, you know, something traumatic happens to a family there wasn't anything to help us talk unless you went to, you know, therapy or something. So that was the, the beginning of outreach. And because I'd worked with so many kids at risk and been in so many different situations and had been uh, gone through childhood trauma myself, it was really good. It was, it was perfect for me to be that age and to be authentic and to speak from the heart. Mm -hmm. And we felt when we filmed that one thing, Bill Beretta played Elmo's dad and mm -hmm. um, they said, listen, there's a scene that's going to be really hard between these two people. We're just going to, we're just going to do it once. So they just, it was one take. Wow. So that was it. Wow. And then, so it was really powerful. And then, then the other outreach character I do is Lily and, and Lily was for food insecurity was during, which is another homelessness. She was dealt with homelessness not having food, what it's like to be part of a backpack program. I've taken her into shelters before. I've taken her, we did a bunch of like light, we did a bunch of, um, last year I did a whole bunch where uh, Lily was with all these different families that had had to figure out how to stretch their dollar and mm -hmm. how to create food that's healthy, you know, and, and to get rid of the stigma of what it's like to, you know, barely make it and stuff. So those, and I think I'm have a video coming up with Jesse again, and oh, another nice. coming nice. up with Lily. But the way the kids interact with the puppet is so moving. This one little boy, one of the boys who's lost his dad, he said he came up to me and he goes, "I have something for Jesse. I drew a picture for Jesse." And uh -huh. I go, "Well, I'll give it to her." And he goes, "No, I want to give it to her." And I go, well, I'll go get her. So then I put her on and he go, Jesse, I made this for you. And, and Jesse's like, thank you so much. It means the world. What is it? And she'd asked to tell him. And then he, and then he folded it up and he put it in her pocket. 
Oh my gosh. So it's in her pocket. She keeps that there. Um, Lily and the outreach stuff. People made her friendship bracelets. They're on Lily. I go, don't you take those bracelets off? That's part of Lily's life now. So those things are really rewarding. I love those. That's for sure. Uh, Absolutely. By the way, got real deep. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. That's great. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You have moments you want to talk about this and this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, in case you in case you folks are wondering that uh the uh when families grieve that was katie kirk thank you i'm so embarrassed oh yeah okay i'm so sorry please forgive me i love her love 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 her so (laughs) Uh, so so some of the many appearances you got to do with abby was at the lincoln center at the candy center honors yes those are great experiences that was so layered I can't even tell you, first of all, what an amazing, amazing honor. Um, We got there and they said, by the way, you know, you're going to be on the red carpet. And then we want you after you're finished singing to go and walk to the edge of the stage. And we're like, what? You want to see us? <laughs> and we're like, um, I just have show blacks, you know, where we where like, so, um, of course, I'm going to make it about the dress. I go, Paul, I have to have a dress. <laughs> and luckily, it's Washington, D.C., right? And they have mm-hmm. gowns all the time. So we went to the local Macy's, and it was like prom dresses oh. galore and gowns. So I found something that I could really, uh, that I could fit into and still puppeteer in, still get on my knees. And, you know, and I was like, this brown, like when you're shopping for gowns, the last thing people do is see if they can move in it and stretch in it and all these things. I'm like, I don't think gown wearers have to figure out what it's like to be squatted on your knees with a hand up a puppet, right? None of those right. ladies who walk down the red carpet think, <laughs> oh, I wonder if I can sit in this dress. <laughs> on the floor, I mean. So, on the floor, um, yes. Yeah, so that was really wonderful because, um, you know, it, Plus, just being there with all the people that were being honored. Um, I'm a huge Earth, Wind, and Fire fan. <laughs> oh, yes. So, oh, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. the show was fantastic. And Linda Ronstad, I mean, like all these people were like, um, and then um, Sally Fields was smitten with Abby. Like, she was just like, you're up really late, like on the red carpet. And she was talking to Abby. She goes, I'm a grandmother. I know how old you are. And all this stuff. She was really cute. So that part was the wonderful part. The part that was difficult for all of us. If you've seen that, we all have yellow feathers on. But that morning we got up and we had learned that Carol Spinney had got his wings and passed away so that day we had to go on we you know and it was really I think the fans got wind of it people were very protective of us and we were just thank god we were all together and we had each other I don't know how Matt Vogel did that performance I don't know how he did it like I could barely look at Big Bird (laughs) You know, without just like, and, uh, yeah, we were crying so yeah. hard. Like, I don't know if you saw us, like when we were singing, like our eyes are just like bloodshot, you know, our, our, our hearts are just like, but at the same time, it was amazing 
because we talked to Debbie and she goes, I knew Carol wanted to be a part of this, you know, and so they ended up dedicating the whole show to Carol. They didn't say that the broadcast didn't make it, but they made an announcement at the show. And so that was really like Tom Hanks wore a feather, you know, once people got wind what we were through that everybody was just so supportive. So we were singing, you know, for the legacy and for Carol. So, I Mm. mean, that, that is pretty amazing. I think that, and then also uh, jazz at Lincoln center is one of, course, of the yes. most oh yes mm-hmm. oh, yeah yes I love like, that. that's a great one. Uh, yeah in fact all the classics for that one yes yeah yeah mm-hmm. i know i know yes. i know i know when we spoke with ryan about that i know he's like we really want to do that kind of thing again yeah if yeah. we could tour with Wynton marcellus because the thing is is that i we're all performers and we all perform our puppets uniquely and mm-hmm. We we don't just lip sync a song. We sing right. the song and and we don't have we all have our own style. So there's not one way of moving it. They we each song is a is a is a is a story, you know, and a feeling and a vibe and you know, like all right, big bird, I think we got this. You know, sing a what I sing. You know, you listen to that. Abby is like, yeah, I got this. Zoom and zoom and what? And like, she's she's feeling the jazz, right? And so we we don't just put it in our voice. We put it in our body and our movement or the, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you know, like, <laughs> like we're um, cows singing, right? The Sirloin Sisters. So mm-hmm. it's just, we much we like to be connected to our characters in a live setting and really groove and be with the artist because everybody's trained vocally and physically. And yeah. So that was, for me, that was a huge, huge thing because big band and jazz music is my jam. <laughs> so I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. No matter Marty, which one? You take, you take it, uh, man. I've, I've given the I've human a go. Yeah, give the human a go. Thank you, Marty. I appreciate that. Marty, you're so thoughtful. Oh, thank you. I mean, I've already asked a couple questions to you already, so I thought I'd give him a turn. Thank you're a you. giver. You're a giver. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I am. Um, so something else that you've done uh, pretty much every year is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. By the way, for those wondering, NBC is like the only broadcast, so uh, don't even bother with CBS. <laughs> Don't even bother. NBC and NBC is like the only thing that like everybody yeah. watches. I mean, yeah. Yes. But um, what's it like getting the puppeteer in such a huge event every year? Oh, it's one of my favorite things ever. First of all, uh, behind the scenes thing. I wear a turkey hat every year, but I have a turkey themed outfit. So we call it, I go, I wonder what my layer is going to be because it's usually really cold and they say wear layers. And so like I was Captain America Turkey one year. I was Spider <laughs> Turkey. So I will wear like the full end Spider-Man with the muscles and everything and my turkey. Yeah. I, I was <laughs> like I was um I was uh I made a um a snuffy jacket 
I was a snuffurky, you know, I, so I, so for me, I like to dress up. I'm like, it's such a nerd with my turkey hat. So that is something I do every year. It's just a, it's a different layer and people are like, what's she going to be this year? And it's usually has to do with something <laughs> that happened during the year when the Cubs won, I was a bear. Turkey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, not a bear, like a cub turkey. <laughs> oh, that's great. But, um, oh my gosh. yeah, so I was, yeah, I was Spider Man, Spider Turkey twice, once when Spider Man came out and once when Stanley passed. And then I was Thor Turkey, Thorkey. I was a Worky, which was a Wookie Turkey when Star Wars, <laughs> like, so anyway, um, so that part's great, but it's so fun. Um, like I've, I'm usually in the nest, like last year was really tricky because now I'm Tango and Abby yeah. and yes. I had to choose. Yes. Right. So last year, it's the first time I wasn't Abby in the Macy's parade. It was so hard, so, but because the song was about Tango and Tango's first Christmas and I had right. And it was like, I can't ask somebody to learn bark, you know? And I was <laughs> like, so, so I was tango last year, the year before Stephanie was tango. Um, so Pam was Abby, you know? So, wow. and so, but, so that was probably the hardest thing, but the all time yeah. best was when Abby had a balloon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yes. Oh, and gosh. I was crying so oh, I hard i it was when my dad was really sick and um and i you know and abby flies the first year i don't know if you know her wand hit a church pole or something and broke oh. so it was like she had this big long you know pool noodle that she was dragging through new york and the and her wand which she by the way abby's wand's name is wanda Mm -hmm. um wanda puff was stuck to abby's puff so she had this random puff with this like weird pool noodle um but seeing abby fly past the believe is like you look at it and i i just was i could i was crying so hard because i couldn't if somebody told my kid self that this would be something i would growing up watching the Macy's parade, right? Watching the balloons your whole life. Mm -hmm. So for me, I just love it. And you can, we can see through the nest and kids are going, ah, ah, and we're screaming, hey! you know, we are <laughs> like, no one can hear us, but we're like, we love you. Hi, hi everybody. And the people in the windows are looking down, like, don't look at our humans. You know, we're just, <laughs> And then we're lip syncing and then we take turns and we have an arm up the entire time. Sometimes we'll tag team or whatever. Oh we're my gosh. We get up super early. We go there. Then we go to, we usually go to Schnippers afterwards. Sometimes we'll go, we'll go because we'll like, it's lunchtime. We, we finished the parade and now we need to eat a turkey burger. <laughs> so, and then we, so we watch that and then we all, we all get together and we do the walk. So we go to our float, we check in, we do our song, and then we walk. They said, you can walk, you have 15 minutes. And we walk and we see all the floats. We walk all the way up to Santa and then we walk back and then we get on our float. And it's just, it's just magical. It really oh, is. Yes. 
So yeah, mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what my layer is going to be this year. We'll see. We'll see later. We'll see later this year. You know. Yeah. Of course. And then I always, I always, um, always bring Lolly. Oh, like she. Thank goodness. All right, she's a little. I'm like, you have your own company now. She has her own company, Humor with a Heart Production. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes. Plug your own. See, I always let her do the back behind the scenes. So, yeah. So, no. On on the subject of Tango, how did Tango come about? Um, I I think originally it was just gonna be they wanted Elmo to have a puppy, you know, and they wanted to do a rescue, wanted it to be a rescue dog. Um, this is the higher ups, and you know, I I thought it I thought it was just gonna be for an animation, you know. They said, Oh, it's just for the animation. They were gonna do an animated thing where Elmo gets a puppy. Mm -hmm. And um, I was worried I wasn't going to get it because I was already playing um, Julia's dog, you know, Julia. So Julia mm -hmm. has a, yeah, has a sure. Labradoodle named Rose and I play Rose. <laughs> and I was like, they're yeah, not Julia's they're, wonderful. It's, I just, I, I do different breeds. And so I, <laughs> I was like, Oh no, they're not going to give me. I'm like, and I, I felt like you shouldn't, you have Abby. You should be super blessed. I wish I wish there was more Penelope Penguin. There, I said it. I need to be a regular. But anyway, so, um, but I just, I I love dogs so much. I am a dog. I my hair's almost in dog ears all the time. So, um, they had auditions, and it was like we there was a script, and we had to interact with ryan who was reading elmo mm -hmm. and i was at the audition i'm like rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like she's going crazy like she's a dog and and ryan said he goes we went through the thing and we're like well leslie is a dog <laughs> so we why don't we just cast her <laughs> so <laughs> and I was yep. like, oh, thank you so much. I was trying not to want it, but I wanted it so bad. And it's really great. Like we just did some outreach this um this past week. And it's amazing how people respond to her. You know, mm -hmm. do you guys uh you know Brett um from Roy Kent, you know, Brett uh he was on our show just recently. Goldstein. Yes. Yes. He was like, yeah. you know, like people be like, oh, this is a dog, you know, or <laughs> um, uh, Eugene Levy's son was on and he, he was like, this is really cute. You know, it's just so, but kids and stuff love to love Tango. You know, they just love to pet her like she's a real dog huh. there's something really satisfying about being able because most people want to touch a puppet anyway right 
Do you get that? Mm -hmm. Yep, People I get that. People want to stick your finger, their finger in your mouth, don't they? I've gotten that too. I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> you don't know where that finger's been. I don't even get it. I know. It. I know. Absolutely. You don't do it to a person. You don't. I, no, you don't. Right. You don't I mean, thing, I get we. I. I mean, we get most of us don't have teeth, but it's like still, why? It's ridiculous. Why? I know. It is it's ridiculous. Yes, but, it's ridiculous. But <gasps> I think tango is a permission for them to pet and play and there's this satisfaction yeah. uh -huh. of yeah. a dog uh -huh. nuzzling her and just people will just like can i pet your dog can i pet tango and it's like <laughs> sure like can i pet your arm you can you can pet my arm yeah, people will call me up and say they'll go um do you think lolly is available do you think lolly can be in my show on this something and they'll i'll go uh let me ask her lolly <laughs> Are you available? I, I don't ask me in front of people when I'm not. Like it was like, let me ask my <laughs> arm if my arm is available. They won't say, <laughs> "Are you available to do this show?" Like, is Lolly available? I'm like, that is just crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So uh, anyway, Tango so I think sucks the, so cute. Thank you. Well, the cool thing I like about Tango is like, depending on the directors, like we have this uh, Jack Jameson. He's hilarious. He he's from. Um, London, England, and he comes over and he goes, um, I need Tango to run here and, you know, Tango's going to lead us into the scene, wreak a little havoc and then do something. And so I'm like, oh, I'm not going to just run in and wreak havoc. What's happening in the scene? So it's so fun because I just to come in, I think like a dog, I'm like, well, if I come into the scene, I, I can snip the tablecloth. Oh, they're talking about comic books. I'm going to steal a comic book. I'm going to go under the table. I'm almost going to you know, call me from under the table. I can have her poke her eye out from under the tablecloth. That's super cute. And then <laughs> I'll take the comic book with me. And then, you know, so you think about, you think of it, how is this dog with no lines, no set, how is it going to animate the scene? You know, so it's almost like being a, an illustrator, which we right. do anyway as puppeteers, how we enter the scene and the different energies we use. Mm -hmm. But and and people hate it. I go, who are you? And I go, I'm Tango today. I'm memorized because <laughs> yeah. all I like <laughs> those are my lines, you know. Because it'll say <laughs> Elmo, um, Tango, bark, woof, bark, and then Elmo, <laughs> Elmo has all the lines. Uh, ah, yeah. absolutely. So you were a part of Sesame. We, we brought this up earlier. Sesame Workshops Worldwide Video Initiative, Panwapa as Coco the penguin. Yeah. How did that come about? <laughs> well, you know, um, so they, it's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So I was cast as a penguin, and then it was the read through, and um, they weren't sure what we were trying different voices. And I don't know. It was just like, I was listening to Jennifer Tilly, and then I was trying to think, ah. I'm a penguin, you know, and I just was, well, I don't know. All of a sudden I started talking like this. And Joey Mazzarino was like, what is she doing? He was laughing so hard. And everybody's like, I don't think anybody expected a voice like this to be heard on Sesame Street. And I don't know. It was just so bizarre that they just, I shocked them into saying yes. I think I think they're like, I don't know if this works, but I kind of 
it's so, I don't know. I Penelope was an incoming. Like she was just like something that just happened, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> and it was a perfect marriage, you know, like, why, why I'll do it, you know? And like, I ran in, I kicked <laughs> the door open and Joey goes, did that penguin just kick the door open? And I'm like, yeah, I did. You know, and it was just, like, <laughs> it was just like, you just tapped into the lunacy part of me that is just like, I say things, I don't know boundaries. You know, she doesn't, <laughs> she asks questions that she probably shouldn't answer. Like, how much money do you make? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so she's loosely based on my nephew, my godson. Like, what you probably uh-huh. shouldn't ask those questions. <laughs> Warm up a bit or something. Like, yeah, you know, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, guess she and and luckily for me, um, Annie Evans, Marty's wife. Yeah, yes, love Annie. So she, we used to have these right meetings with the writers, and they would we we'd go in and we'd talk about our character, and you know they'd say, "Are there any other characters that you'd like to do?" And I said, "I really love that penguin. I just i I know she probably doesn't fit on Sesame Street, but I go, I just love her so much." And they were doing Mm. Elmo the Musical. Mm-hmm. and Annie I think Annie wrote it but she was also in like it was the wedding the musical and Penelope was in that like I don't care a bagel looks like a wedding ring to me it's round let's do this you know I don't know I don't care who my bridesmaids are as long as I get to the wedding you know and then Annie's like I love this character so then she wrote another episode for her where she's pen pals with Big Bird and again, she has no boundaries. Like she, she thinks like they're playing basketball and she just hogs the ball the whole time. Like I'm shooting all the baskets. She's no Steph Curry, but you know, and she <laughs> hugs people too hard. Like the everybody gets ice cream and she goes, I like fish on my ice cream. And she puts fish on everybody's ice cream. And they're finally like Penelope, you need to kind of read the room <laughs> basically. <laughs> and so- <laughs> Apparently, and then, um, so she doesn't, there's a lot of penguins on, and and then when um, Ken Scarborough wrote Friends with a Penguin, I was just like, please let it be Penelope, please let it be Penelope sing with Billy Porter, because I will be oh, so happy, yeah. you know, and I guess you asked for one of my, her favorite guest stars, being able to perform with Billy Porter in that was one of the highlights of one of the highlights for me because I'm such um, a huge fan and plus that song is about like be friends with people that you may not know you could be friends with you know yeah. it really is about kindness it starts by saying hi you know so it even though it's a fun song it's got a really great message and Penelope's awkward you know <laughs> and they they chose he chose that awkward penguin to be friends with where not a lot of people may not wanted to be friends with her. And then they add Elmo and Abby. So I was really like, wow, we're really going for it here, you know, in yeah. a clever way. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So Yay, Penelope and Jesse Oliver. Yeah. Is great. <laughs> I love Jesse. He does all my 
I I have to do a fan art Friday. He's done oh, almost oh, all of my. Oh, I, know, art. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh huh. You yeah. know what? You know what? It's funny you mentioned fan art. Didn't you do one a couple years ago? Yes, and I still have it on my phone actually. Uh, when was this? Two years ago, when you actually reshared it. Can we uh can we put this up on the screen on post? It's a uh, little fan art of Abby, Abby Kadabby. Yeah. And, uh, you actually reshared it on your page about what was it, about two years ago. Yes. Yeah. And I I honestly will never forget get that you reshared it was like oh my god like that's i ah, love uh, that stuff i thank love you. love it i totally fan art is just a huge compliment and yes, oh, yeah. yes. you know it just means the world to me come here new yeah. heart come didn't, here, didn't didn't you do one of elmo and tango like not that long ago um, yes, I, did. I got i saw that somebody posted abby and um Ooh. it was abby oh. And um, what's it? Abby and my brother hugging our dad's knees. That was I just. Uh. Sometimes I don't always get it. I forget to. I forget. Like I'm horrible at Facebook. Just you should know that off that I'm the worst Facebook friend. I have to. I post more on Lolly Lard Pop. Jamie, yes. who's my creative partner, she's gonna post more on Humor with the Heart. I usually only post on Facebook when when I'm with my mom or family. Or if I'm about to do a show, which I am about to do a show, first time in three years. I'm oh, wow. do... oh, wonderful! Yep, nice. here, here yeah, it's this is all. Uh, it's better if you, if if it's better you see it on. Uh, this is Good. all. This is all watercolor. Oh, yep. when did you do that? Uh, this past December. See, I missed that. And did you put it on Instagram? Because if you put yes, it on I, Instagram I put it. I put it on. No, I no, I think I think you commented on it. I um, hope so. I have yeah, to you go did. back. You did. I, I remember. I remember you did. Sometimes uh, I go back and then uh, I have to remember. I'll, I'm probably, actually, I'll, probably, I'll probably have to send it to you. I, I, I'm pretty sure you did. Okay, but you but, can send it but, to me. So also on Sesame Workshop, you voice various characters on the revival of the Electric Company. Can you talk a bit about that? Oh, yeah. There is the haunt. Newhart, what is your deal? He's being super like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. How long are you going to talk? You got your own tango. <laughs> What about me? <laughs> what about me? Um, so I nice. chill, buddy. You're so funny. Um, yeah, so it was the haunted mansion. Yeah, uh-huh. Right? Yes. So I went in to read. Um at first I just went in to read for the wolfman guy, right? And I was <laughs> like, all right. And then I ended up reading for the bat. And then oh, yeah, and I the ended up reading yes. for the teeth, the weird like uh witch character whatever and i and then there was like a zombie i don't know i ended up doing all the voices oh, 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 yeah. And yeah. yeah 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 all of them yeah i remember that very well it was yes. crazy yeah. yeah lots of company revival series yeah i remember, I remember going watching it a lot, yeah so. oh my god same um, yeah but yeah. i think it was just that one animation i did mm -hmm. yeah probably yeah. Or, well i know tyler bunch did a um jack um bowser bowser yeah yeah. So, so now one of your, which you, of course, again talked about early on in the interview. Uh, one of your other well-known characters is Ginger, of course, on Johnny and the Sprite. So, what was it like mm -hmm. working with uh, John Tartaglia and everyone on that show? Oh well, Johnny and I bonded right away. Like, Aww. I met Johnny, um, and I didn't even realize it. It was when I first got Muppets Tonight. And they were having a workshop yeah. in New York. And Kevin says, we're doing a workshop and you should probably be there. 
it's my Kevin class. <laughs> and I was like, so to me, workshop meant that I was going to learn how to puppeteer. You're right. I'll take a workshop. Mm-hmm. I'll learn how to puppeteer. Um, it was for people who already knew how to puppeteer and it was, they were looking for people who could do this stuff. And I was still learning and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm terrible. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was, I was doing the best I could. And, um, but my first day I got there and I had my Muppets tonight. I had a, a jacket, a Jim Henson jacket with Kermit on the back. Yeah. Uh. Crazy story on the way to New York and I took this flight on the way there I in first class with Sherry Lewis and I was walking oh by gosh. and I was just oh, yeah. I looked I was like oh my god that's that's Sherry Lewis and I and I I think she reacted to my reaction and then saw my jacket cuz I was like hi I just you know I was like hey, no words I love you and then I went back and then I went back to my seat and I was wanting to write. I was trying to figure out, I got to write her a fan letter. I got to give it to the, and the stewardess came back and said, um, I said, I'm, I said, excuse me, you know, I know that's Sherry Lewis. And I was wondering if you could give her a note. And she goes, are you the, you're the young lady in the, with the Kermit jacket. And I go, yeah. And she goes, she'd like to speak with you. I'll come back and get you at a certain point during the flight. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, it was just like, I can't. so I was sitting there and I was like, Oh God, please hands don't sweat. Please hands don't, you know? And she, she came back and got me in and I like kneeled at her, at her feet in first class. And she's like, she goes, give me her hand. And she put her hand up to mine. She goes, your hand's too big for lamb chop. And then she held my hand and said, you know, with what you do comes great responsibility and you should use, you know, use what you do for good. You know, she was basically like, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like the whole, I'll never wash this hand. I'll never, you know, Yeah. and, and but basically I just was like, I can't even believe that that happened to me. I mean, okay. in my life, because so, I was just a magical moment. You know? Well, I yeah. was questioning what I was doing, you know, because it was so I was so out of my league, but I loved characters so much. And I've never fed in anywhere. And I just thought maybe I could this is the best way to be Leslie. You know, I always thought if I had a biography, it wouldn't be becoming Michelle, it would be staying Leslie, you know, how to stay me in the midst of this world. And so that was really amazing. And then I get to this, I go to this workshop and Heather Ash was there and John Tartaglia was there and Johnny mm-hmm. comes up and he goes, oh, yeah. I know you, your name's Leslie Carrara and you're this and blah, 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 and blah, blah. And I was like, how do you know this about me? How does anybody know anything about me? I'm hideous. You know, it's like, I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And he was like, let's go to lunch. And I was like, great. I've never been to New York and I'm terrified. Let's do it. And he was just so nice and funny Aww. and sweet. And he was like, I think you're wonderful. And I'm like, I'm failing at this. He goes, no, you're wonderful. And he was just really sweet and supportive. And then, um, so that was the first time I met him. And then I visited Sesame Street and he was working on Sesame Street. And he goes, hi, you want, he goes, you want to go lunch with us? You can sit by me. And I was like, this thank you for being my friend, you know, and his energy matched my energy. And then we worked on, then the closest we got, then we got 
like when he was on Animal Jam, he came down mm-hmm. and he ended up being playing the koala on Animal Jam. And Johnny yeah. and I are both Disney nerds, Muppet nerds, everything nerds together. And, <laughs> and, and we were there wow. and we just played every day and bonded, you know. Aww. And then we just, and that was right before Avenue Q was happening, you know. Oh, yeah, Avenue Q, yeah. Yeah. to be a superstar. And then, you know, and then he got this opportunity to do this show. And he goes, Les, would you audition? And I'm like, golly, I'd love to audition. And my original audition was with Lolly. And I sang Somewhere That's Green. And I was, because I was in California. And mm-hmm. it's hard for people to visualize, I guess, what it was. And then they were having auditions again in New York. And I was like, wasn't happy with the audition I sent in. And I was working at the O'Neill and I said, Pammy, I just want to be at this audition in person because I feel like if I was there, I could find this character. And it's hard for me to find a character in a strong character like Lolly. Like I didn't have a lot of puppets. So I went to the audition and they had Ginger there. And I was in an improv and Ginger, like the person I was improvising with, wasn't giving me a lot of, you know, you have to have, the person was not giving me a lot to work with. And finally Ginger goes, listen, I'm trying to help you. And she's like, <laughs> what do you want from me? It's like, this is driving me crazy. And, and it's like, oh, brother, how do you help me? <sighs> what do you want to even talk to you? How am I supposed to do? And she just goes on this rant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> At that moment, oh. I knew you were Ginger. <laughs> and then, oh, wow. then on Johnny and the Sprites, we were just total lunatics. And then another Gross. thing, like Johnny developed a character that we called, um, oh my God, what, Ken. And Ken was Johnny's stand-in, but it was just Johnny, right? But Johnny would assume this character that had a crush on Leslie. And I was like, Ken, can you just, you're, I, I need, we, I need, you're standing too close to me, Ken. Oh, yeah, I love you, Leslie. I'm like, this is, I'm going to go to HR. <laughs> like we were joking back and forth and then we right. would do practical jokes. And then Ginger would be like, listen here, Ken, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me give you some rules. And so, so we were just, we played practical jokes on each other. We had a newspaper, Sprite's Eye View. Like we mm-hmm. had a Sprite's newspaper and we would all write. And Ginger would do a like, Sprite's Eye View. Here's what I noticed. Gary eats a lot of hard boiled eggs. Gary in the sound department, is his egg consumption is ridiculous. You know, like we would just like, so, and then, yeah. So then later when Johnny was doing, Johnny and the Sprites. Then he ended up doing Splash and Bubbles. Yes. And he was oh yeah, like, great show as well. Yeah, and I happened to be out there, and he goes, "Hey Les, do you want to help me on this? You know, this it's just a demo. We're figuring it out." And little did I know, he tricked me. I go, "I really don't know what I'm doing with this motion capture. I've done a little bit of it with um, Francis." You know, I was on that. Oh yeah, that show. Yeah, yes. Yes. I remember I watching the mom. Time, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the mom. mom yeah, the mom. Yeah, and Bruce and Oral did the dad. Yes. Yeah. I remember growing up yeah. watching yeah. it, but like it was, it was a short-lived yeah. show. But yeah. it was it, it was it was a, it was a is it out there anywhere, up. you guys? 
It used to be. Well, it used to air on Sprout. But yeah, it was on Sprout. For a very short but, time, though. But that actually did have like a DVD release with, with, with the with the book and the DVD, which I actually do have. So really, I've never I've do. never seen any of those episodes except oh, for when God. we're shooting them. So I never saw them. Anyway, mm. so we realized quickly that Bubbles is really ginger. <laughs> Yeah, Slash and Bubble is another really great show. I love. And that she's show. like, whatever. I love them. I love it. You know, I like the mud. You know, she was like, so, so then Johnny and I were crazy insane on that show. And on that show, I've always been a huge Amy Garcia fan. I love, love, love her. I'm the biggest fan. And we we became roommates, and mm-hmm. we became sister friends. So she plays um, Ripple. And um, anyway, so we we just, the three of us are ridiculous together, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so definitely. I love, he, he's one of my dearest friends. I adore him. Definitely. Oh, yes. Yeah, Johnny's and it brides. was through Johnny, it, it was through Johnny um, when we did um, Ginger Sprite that I met my comedy partner, like, well, my co-writer and co-founder of humor with heart jamie don moyer oh yeah that's right yeah. so she played mm-hmm. francesca yeah. frog but she ended up living roommating with me because she was up from florida and needed a place to crash and then we totally clicked also because jamie thinks everything i do is funny so i love that and i think everything jamie does is funny and when you have that we're brilliant <laughs> <laughs> you uh, guys have that right you guys yeah of course. yes we do yes, yeah John, yeah yeah johnny sparks is a great show there are lots of great episodes one of my favorite songs on that show which i which we which i see also mentioned because we, we, we have previously interviewed carmen osbar one of my favorite songs on my show is definitely heads up it's it's heads a great up, song great song yes oh yeah that's a good one yeah yeah i like the show too the the troll song yeah, yeah. Cool yeah. Songs. Yes. And there's one i just love yes yeah there yes. are a lot of good ones yeah well right. one of the trolls was the guy that played farquat in um the shrek on broadway and the other okay. troll, the bridge troll, oh. is christian boyle who's been in boyle who's been on everything hmm. so yeah nice. Broad- we had a lot of broadway stars and his sister sutton foster it was just crazy I was just gonna bring up that episode. That's one of my favorites. Johnny's sister Tina. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And the, to, um, this day, to this day, Jen Barnhart, um, who oh, yeah. also previous guest too. She yeah, she so was wonderful. great. She she assisted yes. me with Ginger a lot, and she also played, she also uh, played yes. the wombat on that. But to this day, Jen and I call each other Sister Tina. I go, hey, Sister uh-huh. Tina. Because we thought Johnny uh-huh. thinks like, what's a Sister Tina? What's a Sister Tina? And she, <laughs> and so Jay, so Sister Tina, and it would also always make Jen laugh. So I started calling her Sister Tina, and she calls me Sister Tina. She goes, "I, I go, I love you, Sister Tina." <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, no, it's and and bubbles. Great, Stacy Weingartner on Weingarten on that Garner on that. I always say her name wrong. Um, she was amazing, and now she's gone on to do brilliant things. Definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm kind of curious. What was it like performing Addy the Zebra? Ed. Oh, Ed the Zebra on the Ed. Yeah. Um, that was really fun because that came. I had a show for Disney, 
that I created that was at the El Capitan Theater. And at the time I had a contract that ended and I wasn't sure, like when I, I did the pilot for like Hallie goes, can you just do the pilot of Edie? And I was like, well, I'm not, I, I probably I'll do the pilot, but I probably can't do the show because I'm going to be working with Disney and, um, but it was a live show. So, you know, it was different. So I did the oh, yeah. pilot with Edie and Edie was just this foam zebra and it was me playing with kids and getting them to wiggle and do all these things. Huh. And, you know, I go out when I'm with kids, I'm just on the ground playing with them. And so when they sold the show, they said, we want her to be Edie. And so they offered it to me. And at first I couldn't do it. And then my contract ended with Disney and I'm like, I can do it. <laughs> and she goes, I was like, and I was like, was sad because I really wished that my show would have gone further. You know, it was my. Yeah. It was, it was kind of not a long show too. So. Yeah. So we, but the thing is, is that, um, but anyway, so she says we're doing it, but we're doing it in Florida. And I'm like, what? So, and that show was amazing because we did 30 episodes in six weeks, which is insane because wow. we would start huh. the day we would film like as much. We had two songs and right. The, the songs on that show are incredible. Oh, yes. I love yes. the rain falling on a lion's brain. I mean, swirling, swirling down the drain. I love the rain. A monkey named Matt went for a walk in the woods. He's bouncing because he's walking because he's feeling so good. You know, I mean, just <laughs> all the songs are like, oh, my God, bounce, bounce, bounce. You know, just like the songs are just so incredible. So we recorded all the songs like in a week in like ridiculous, like had to learn so many songs, pre-recorded the songs. And then um, we got there and the, the top of the day, we would record all the puppet bits, like from eight till one, you know, eight or nine till one. Whoa. Um, some of the, some of the songs, you know, Andy, um, Oh my gosh, I'm the I'm I'm starting to fade in terms of names. Andy, please forgive me, but Andy did my arms. Johnny did the arms. Like we we helped each other. Ricky Boyd, the songs like he had waffle, um, yeah. and he mm. was he would when his right arm would get tired, he'd switch to his left arm because <laughs> we were doing <laughs> yeah, so much idea. sync. Idea. Um, um, John Kennedy was on that. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Kennedy, yes, also yeah. previous yep. guest. Andy Stone. Thank you. Whoo, poor Andy. Andy played the leopard. <laughs> Johnny played the um, the koala, and um, Johnny K um, played the the um, panda, hmm. the mm -hmm, little yeah. purple panda with a big deep voice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So funny. If you want to. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then um, David Maida played Bozark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so yeah, nice. Damn. Yeah, damn, yeah. So oh, yes. anyway, um, so we would do that and then we'd break for lunch, which usually meant Johnny and I went running into the park. Because we were at we were at MGM Studios is where we filmed it. Did uh -huh. you guys know that? Yes. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then That's I fine. guess we were on the Star Search stages or whatever. 
And then, um, then right after lunch, I would go and I'd take Edie and I'd warm up all the kids. I would just go and I'd do like 25 minutes of stand-up interaction comedy. And then from like two o'clock on, we were playing with kids and we were on the ground. They were pulling across because we couldn't get low enough because the kids were so short, right? We were on our uh, backs being pulled on fernie pads oh, next to the kids. Oh, like some there's a there's a grip on the ground just like pulling us on fernie pads because oh even our gosh. rollies weren't small. We were on the we we're like I was on the ground. And um and then we would work and then we get up and we do the same thing every day. And then on Fridays we'd go out and watch movies <laughs> and play in the park. Wow. Like, we're, we're at Disney World. We have to do something. Why not? Heather yeah. and I would get like giant Slurpees and giant popcorns and just watch movie after movie. <laughs> like, what is that? What's oh, like we're 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Animal Jam is a great yes. show. I love that show so much. Yeah. Now you also got the puppeteer. Hang on. Ah, thank you, Matt. Blue on uh, Blue's room. Yes, we still have a VHS tape, folks. Oh, wow. Uh, this is, uh, what is that, Alphabet Power? Yep, 2005. Yeah, well, that's an I'm, interesting story. I'm, I'm aging myself saying that. That's <laughs> Even okay. VHS tape. Originally, I was I was hired to do the full character, which means they threw oh. me out. I did the voice and yeah. I did everything. So wow. I did all the puppeteering and the character. Mm -hmm. And then after I did that first season, they said, we're going to replace your voice with a kid. With a kid, yeah. And yeah. I was like, how are you? How are you? And so I said, you know, then you don't need me to puppeteer because then you just need a puppeteer to do that if you're going to replace the performance with a kid anyway. And because I, I just couldn't justify being cross country just to if you weren't going to have my performance and my heart in it right yeah and they were really lovely I said I know I signed the that and they were totally understanding I mean Noel ended up doing it that's right yeah right uh -huh. so no yes. so if that's where that's where it's like one of those things where it really is all from our heart to our hand and yes. I enjoyed it and I loved the show and it was sweet and it was really hard for me to walk away from that but I just knew it wasn't me and I couldn't uh -huh. afford to to be away from my family and everything if I wasn't going to be the character you know with the yeah, yeah. voice as well so yeah. but it was a really great show I enjoyed that Oh yeah, it's, it's 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 a great it's a great spinoff. For, yeah, for the, oh, so I thought they did a really great job. I love I love Joey's character Polka Dot. Yes, uh, the yes. other thing that was great is I like Cheryl Blaylock and I are such yeah Cheryl Blaylock. Uh, yes, she said Fred, it's my birthday. Yeah, yeah, for a week, which we did post interview. I'm Cheryl Blaylock. Have you yes, done a Ray. Cheryl Blaylock interview? Yeah, yeah uh -huh. we, yes, we yeah. did. I think she last is, last yeah. fall. I think we did. I just love her. Oh, I just she, love, love, love her. Sweet. Yeah, she's I remember smart, that. She's funny. She's a yes. brilliant builder. She's a brilliant. brilliant. She, she she has this Miss Cherry's. Um, yes, library. Miss Cherry's library. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 I love that. I, I love that so much. That. I really need to push that a little bit more. It's so hard because we do our individual stuff and. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. But she's yeah. one of my one of the my best memories of that is that Cheryl. 
um, got tickets. She goes, I have tickets to the preview of Wicked. Do you want to go? And I'm like, oh. okay. Aww. And it was with Christian Chenoweth and Adina mm-hmm. Menzel. Christian yes. Chenoweth was in a neck brace, a bedazzled neck brace because she hurt her neck. The whole show. Mm-hmm. And we were up in the balcony and then we realized there were seats down below. And so at after intermission, we went down and we sat. And when they started singing um, for good, I've heard it said the people come into your lives for a reason. And we're looking at Cheryl and I are looking at each other and we're holding each other hands like, oh, so much. I'm so glad we met. And we're just like, so a lot of the best things that come out of working on shows together is getting to meet and work with people. Come on, buddy. All oh. right. Just control yourself. Um, getting to work <laughs> with people that become your dear friends and that mm-hmm. you wouldn't have met before. So anyway, mm-hmm. I love Cheryl. Uh, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so now going about oh, yeah, going oh, yeah. Um, I I, I forgot to mention, but I know Pam Marciero still has uh, the blue puppet and the no, um, yeah. yes, God's puppet that's right, too. That's right. She does. I think she yes. even has Lindsay. Lindy. Lindy, yes. She, yes, and I yeah. really? and I think she wow. even has um from Between the Lions. Oh yeah, Leona. Yeah, no, 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 yes. Leona. Yes. Yeah, she yes. actually did brought brought out her when we she needed. She did yeah. bring Leona. Oh my she's, god, she's, so she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. And sweet. and Pammy, I just love Pammy. I've known her oh, forever. She was she took a lot of like she knew that I couldn't afford to be in New York. And she would like invite me over to her house and say, Do you want to spend the weekend? And she would like feed me. <laughs> and like during Blues Room, I was really struggling with feeling sad about knowing that I it wasn't right for me to keep going if they weren't going to use my voice. And so she's, I said, I don't know. I, I don't know where I belong. And she goes, come with me to the O'Neill Puppetry Conference and, I, and, and meet some other puppeteers. And I went there and I was like, oh my gosh, there's millions of talented, wonderful people here. And she like, she just was really sweet. And then of course, um, Lisa Buckley, I don't know if you've talked to her. She's amazing. She worked with us on Johnny and the Sprites and then Lisa Buckley and um, Pammy and I were on the Hurricane Katrina tour together. So Mm. she had Leona. I had a character I called Gilligina. It was just a green little girl. Like, I'm Gilligina. Hi. She's so weird. (laughs) And then um, uh, Lisa Buckley had a character she called Binky, the purple uh monster. And then we we were with Sonia Manzano and Alan Maroka and Joey Mazzarino brought um, Papa Bear. And we ended up uh working with doing outreach with those characters. And those are bizarre characters to be together. Right. And I hadn't, I had just gotten Abby, but Abby wasn't made yet. Like I couldn't take her anywhere. So, but we all went and we did outreach together. It was amazing. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So so, so now going back a bit to uh, the Muppets, you also puppeteered on two of the Muppet movies, uh, Letters to Santa and the Muppets 2011. Can you talk a bit about those? Yes. Letters to Santa was great. Um, so the mail room, the mail, um, help me with the name of the guy who was in the mail room that did all the dancing. Uh, he was in I know Red. what you're talking about. I forget his name, but Jesse I know what you're talking about. Jesse is in Jesse. 
I forget their name, but I watch. I watch it this past uh, December, actually. Really, I was one yes. of the chickens in that. Oh, and cool. then, um, I think it was one of the rats that came through. I mean, we were. It was all hands on deck and grabbing puppets and being in the background. Mm. Um, that I have to tell you, one of the hardest things I did. I was shaking. There's a scene where Gonzo is sorting through mail, right? And he has to pick um, a particular um, envelope. Um, so anyway, he's going through and they needed small hands. And Bill goes, can you help Jay with the letter thing? I was like, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. My, my hands were sweating inside. I was like, please do okay. Is it close up on the letters? And I was I was like, I was so glad it was over. I was like, I, I can do anything now. You know, I can do anything now. Um, Jane Krakowski was in that. And um, so that was just a load of fun. Um, and then the other one with Jason Siegel. Hmm, yes, love that one. So when I was on Forgetting Sarah Marshall, we were doing the vampire scene and Jason Siegel had come back and he goes, I just had a meeting with Disney. I'm going to do the new Muppet movie. I'm going to do it. They're going to use the wow. script. He goes, and you're going to be in it. You know, and I'm like, okay. I was like, he won't remember me. <laughs> he don't know who I am. But this is awesome. And is, mm. is this really happening? Cut to, yeah, sure enough. He was good on his word. I got to be, you know, I was just background characters. And I, I think I'm actually in standing next to Andrea Detweiler. Um, who is a builder and a wrangler and we were both in like I Love Gonzo or something. I can't remember. We mm -hmm. were on Hollywood Boulevard. You could see us briefly. Had signs, did penguins, right hands, double characters. Like we did, it's one of those things where we just did everything, you know? Yeah, I do The Wizard of Oz. That's mm -hmm. my thing. That's my, you know, it's my favorite movie. And growing up, it just meant the world oh, yeah. to me. And I had it's even had a too. red wig, you know, that I would mm -hmm. wear. And um, whenever I would get the kids in order to get whenever I was doing outreach or um, being doing working in San Francisco street performing, that's how I would gather a crowd and I would get people's attention by doing the Wizard of Oz in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So I know, I know uh, Jake also had a question about a, another character you have that you yes. talked a lot about. Mm -hmm. Yes. So aside from puppeteering on TV and film, you also have your character, Lolly, Lord Pop. How did, yes. what was it like, you know, creating Lolly? How did that come about? Lolly's my little phoenix rising. I love her. So it was, um, it came at a time where I was just not sure where, I, I was in Hollywood, but I was kind of wanting to go back to Northern California and maybe go back to doing teaching and going back to doing theater and, and becoming a teacher. And my friend, um, um, Irene, Auntie Irene, I call her, she's in heaven now. She's like, let's, you know, you need to sing again. You used to sing all the time. When I met you, you were a singer. I'm going to, I want you to be in my cabaret. I'm going to give you 20 minutes in my cabaret. I'm at the Atlas Supper Club and that's it. 
you're, I'm going to give you. And I was like, no, I go, Auntie Irene, I'm like, I haven't sang in a long time. People see me as a comedian. They, they need to see me with puppets. I don't know what to do. And I was really anxious about it. And then I, um, people know that there's this drag queen, Miss Coco Peru, who we've been performing a lot together, doing outreach and stuff. And I'm a huge mm. fan of hers. And I go, Coco, I don't know what to do. And she goes, why don't you just make a puppet? You know, she really said something else, but, um, oh, there's kids coming home. Can you hear them outside? A little bit. Yep. A little bit. A little bit. Not much, That's though. That's Not fine. much, though. Let me tell you, those kids think a monster lives in this. <laughs> because in this apartment, on Halloween, I gave them the monster at the end of this book uh-huh. for Halloween. Oh, yes. But I put on my Sasquatch arm that I have for Gordon, Lolly's Sasquatch Gordon, and I knocked on the door and then I just stuck it in the hand. And so this big Sasquatch arm with this book came in it and the kids are like, and then I ran to the end of the hall and closed the door. And I'm like, to this day, I think they think, <laughs> they think that they see me and they're like, like, is that the lady that turns into a monster has hairy arms? Like, I don't know what they think is behind this door. They have no idea oh who's behind this door. They have no idea. So- sounds like I'll have to hide then. No, you don't have to. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, it's okay. It's okay. I made Lolly in about 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Wow. Her, Just 20 minutes? Yes. I had a sock. I glued eye buttons on her. I, I had, I, I got a little kid's costume. I hot glued her, her arms, everything. My friend Allison Mork, I go, Do you have any rods or anything you can give me? She was working on an art installation with Wayne White. I bent the arms around her, around her wrists. I, I had a Pippi Long stocking you know, headband that I glued to her head and went straight up like, and, and then I had teeth and, and I just was going to sing the candy man in my cabaret. And I gave it to Lolly and Lolly came out on stage. I go, Auntie Irene, I'm sorry. I'm late, but I had to babysit and I couldn't find, I just ended up bringing her with me. And, and to you, I mean, she's like, we'll bring her out, hon. And then I brought out Lolly and Lolly took over the show. She wow. Kind of over everything. <laughs> That's great. She went uh, through people's mm. purses looking for candy and mint and <laughs> did and then finally got to singing it. And my accompanist was like, What is going on? My husband's like, Where did she come from? People who are at the show going, like, I don't know anything about this, but is Lolly available to be in my in in my Christmas show? And then from that on, Lolly started getting booked in shows. And I was like, I'm in a dress and I'm singing. <laughs> doesn't anybody want me in their show (laughs) yeah it's kind of interesting about the way like the kind of like the widgets of like what lolly like came about yeah lolly was before abby you know like and then right she pulled me from like i had so much fun with lolly and she brings out so much joy in people and Mm -hmm. like even kids play with lolly differently than they play with abby Oh, like yeah. If I'm mm-hmm. around kids with Abby, they're like, Abby's a fairy. You know, they're oh, very yes. like. And Lolly and Abby, they're they're great in their own ways, you know. But Absolutely. when Lolly's around, like kids are like, come here, Lolly, I want to show you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they treat her like they like she's a monkey, you know. Like, and Lolly's like, I don't want to do it, you know. <laughs> they're like, but they will oh, just, just get down and dirty with her. It's funny. And also when I bring Lolly into schools, the reason I reason she's a sock is that 
when I go, when kids go home, they'll go home and make a puppet. So mm. if I bring a really nice mm. puppet into a school, they don't think that they can make it. You know, they think they have to have all the materials and stuff, but when they see something simple, they're like, I can, I can create that. And so they're more likely to do that. Mm. So I, I keep her simple. I always say if Lamb Chop and Madam had a baby, it'd be Lolly. And she's mostly Madam. <laughs> Wayland Flowers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I want to br briefly mention other shows that you've done, like um, Don Quixote as um, as Dodie. Uh, as, as Dodie? Dodie Hoodie, yeah. Dodie Hoodie. Dodie Hoodie. Yes. Oh, my God. I love Don Quixote. And the cousin and, uh, and the nature yeah. cat and Tough, Tough Puppy. puppy. Yeah, yeah. a lot of shows. Oh, yeah. Tough Puppy, that's right. I loved her. She's Peg, Peg Puppy. I'll have the blinces. She she was great. I got her right before I went to New York. I was so bummed. It's so hard to get in at Nickelodeon. I finally get a character and I had to leave. <laughs> so, um, but that and then um, Nature Cat. Well, like David Redman is amazing. I'm His shows are fantastic. I, I think um, Donkey is one of the best shows on the air today. It is brilliant. yes, yes, it is absolutely. Just, Donkey Hody, you know, it is. It's 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 it it's on so many levels. Mm -hmm. Aesthetically, writing, music. Oh yeah, performances, great songs as well too. So. Songs, just everything, and you know the performers are. Just yeah, not oh, David, Frankie, David, Joey's on it now. Joey, Joey yeah, um, yeah, Harry, amazing show. It's it's it sucks that we don't have like much of puppetry like shows like nowadays. Yeah, that's so for Donkey Cody, it's brilliant, it's just amazing, it's, and it's beautiful. And the craftsmanship and the sets, like, mm -hmm. I was so nervous. You know, I love Nature Cat because I, I love animation, of course, because that's what you know, I, I, I love voices and characters and I, I, I just grew up with animation because of my dad. Yeah. But um uh -huh. so I was nervous for Nature Cat and David and his brother, they're 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 brilliant writers and they're so fun to work with because they they just let you like try this, okay, or try this or that. <laughs> and and they're mm -hmm. really great directors because they they tell you exactly what they want or what they don't want. It's really simple, you know. I was so nervous doing Doty Hody because it's a different puppet. Um, the I, I was I was just wanted to do good. You know how you do that where like I didn't really audition. Usually when you audition, you know, okay, they liked what I did. I was like, um, do you think this is okay if I just do Doty Hody like this? You know, whatever, real scratchy, my typical scratchy voice, you know, like, I don't know, you know, so, and then, um, so I was, and I was used to being, they have a different style, they're a little bit smaller, you know, so I had to kind of adjust my puppetry to match everybody, and Haley is just so wonderful. I just, she's incredible she's one of the most incredible puppeteers we have like everybody is everybody on that show is mm -hmm. genius so mm -hmm. i didn't again i didn't think i was at their level <laughs> i was just like oh you guys are really good i'm an imposter i'm just here everybody knows i'm just and 
David also gave me a part of this little bird on there that I had to fly in. And it, originally I had Harry Carey's voice. <laughs> and it was really funny. But, um, but yeah, I, Hody, amazing show. Yeah. yeah. And, and what's beautiful is the way David shoots it, the way it's set up. You're on a beautiful yeah. sound stage. Everybody's uh-huh. part of it. They storyboard everything. You know exactly what you're doing. He goes, this is the way Jim Henson did it. And mm-hmm. I walked in and I just felt immediately embraced. And um, I I hope I get to go back there. Write a letter that Dodie comes back, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. So last year, you, you brought this up earlier. You co-founded the production company Humor with a Heart, which you also write and produce for. Yes. How, how did that come about? So um, Jamie Donmar and I, we have been um, writing partners for a long time. Like we created Lolly's Radio Playdate together. And if you haven't listened to our podcast, I'm super proud of that. We have some shows that are actual radio plays that were written for a live audience with a live band and everything. And then we have some shows like that Camp Blart, which is a five-part series where they get camp coupons and Lolly goes to away camp. And her, her Sasquatch goes to dance camp. Her pug goes to space camp and granny dot goes to potholder camp. It's ridiculous. But we, we started writing comedy together. She started helping me with my cabaret shows, bizarre brunch, moonlight madness. And, you know, I really wanted to do more family comedy and Mm. entertainment that, um, and, and every show I go, we need a heart moment, Jamie, there has to be a heart moment. And, or we need a heart skill, humanity, education, art, resources, and truth. We need a heart moment. So when I do comedy, I also try to do storytelling that weaves a bit of uh, humanity and love and joy into it. So, um, so we were writing and creating, and then um, she helped me with my school tour. I wrote a show called um, The Oz and You, helping kids um, navigate life creatively by being authors of their own story, when to be, have courage, wisdom, um, you know, love, like based on the wizard of Oz story, but with my own character. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I wrote a show, Lo- Leslie and Lolly make stuff up. So we just do yeah, uh-huh. help me with write. So all these shows we were writing to, for family and everything has a message. Everything has art. Everything has curriculum to it or, um, some fun stuff to do. Even our radio shows, you can download a word search. You can do a crap, learn how to make a skunk out of pipe cleaners. There's all these things. So then COVID hit and people like, I had to stop performing everywhere, but all these nonprofits were like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We still have to do events where we raise money. And so people started reaching out. Can Lolly host this event? You know, I've always been involved with the J Fund Foundation, which is kind of like St. Jude. It's for families whose kids have been diagnosed with cancer or illness. And I would, I, Lolly would go to like, would, would entertain kids. You know, we we had a thing called Weird Wednesdays where, or, or we would do Facebook Live where Lolly would be on the J Fund and we'd do fun games with the kids. So, because no one was able to visit them in hospitals. Then we realized like, teachers were calling me can 
can Abby zoom in? Can Lolly zoom in? Can you zoom in with Granny Dot? Can you do? So I was doing all this outreach and then we were helping all these fundraisers, the Long Island Children's Museum, the J Fund Foundation. We helped two theaters. We were helping people that um, the Dystonia Foundation, they had a zoo walk, but they didn't have anything for kids and they didn't know how to do a virtual thing. So writing and creating and doing all this stuff. And we helped raise over a million dollars during COVID. And wow. people didn't know it. And people, I was like, I, you know, I would post, if you follow me on Instagram, Ab Lolly would say, Hey, I'm doing this and the zoo walk or thank you. Or the J fund was this, or we're starting this. And so um, with, with Sesame Street, there's only a certain, you know, they they own the rights to Abby and all the uh-huh. characters. Yes. And Abby's four, right? Well, Lolly has no boundaries. Lolly works with the LGBTQ community. She works with, she's been in detention centers. She's been like, there's no boundaries because I can take her wherever I want and I can meet adults, kids, children, families, schools at a level where I can reach them by performing humor for the heart. And so Jamie and I find a a population or a mission or somebody will ask us like reading buddies, they'll go, we we started writing for reading buddies, which is a PBS show, um, a very small PBS show, but Jamie and I started writing um, their social and emotional bits. We only five, five in each season. So, and would write songs and so when I got on this new Muppets Mayhem, um, another, so many tragedies are happening in the world and schools and stuff. And I was just feeling helpless. I go, Jamie, I wish we could get to these kids that are going through this with their families. I wish we could do there. I can't wait for Sesame to send me. I said, we're going to start our own company. Let's, let's, let's just do it. I'm going to take my savings that I've been using for other outreach things. And I go, I'm going to invest in our own company and we're going to invest in each other. And we're like, okay. So now, because people will ask me and I'd be all over the place. I go, if we have a home base, then we can, people can contact us. So right now we just have a website, a sticker and some buttons. And now when people come up, like I go contact humor with a heart. So now what we're doing is trying, we're not nonprofit. We're trying to get, um, we're trying to help nonprofits. So we just help people raise money. So if you need a fundraiser, then hire me and I'll do a show and I'll go into schools and I'll do a corporate training and we'll just start doing all these different things to, to, to help communities. So we ah, started it. Yeah. We have a couple awesome. events coming up. I'm going to speak at a school in a couple weeks. Nice. Um, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So coming to a theater near you and our big dream Yay. for humor with a heart is we really want to get our radio show on the air. Like we dream about yeah. having Lolly's radio play date. Like where are you guys all located? Where uh, me, me, me and I live in Maryland. We actually live like an hour and a half from each other. Yeah, we're, we're Massachusetts. Like an hour and, a half from each other. and you're in Massachusetts. Okay. Wouldn't it be great if Lolly's too. radio play date came to a theater and did a radio show? Yes. While oh we were gosh, yes. That would be wonderful. That would be amazing. Right? And then Lolly and I stayed in your community for two weeks going to schools. Yeah. 
going to senior homes, going to all this stuff. And we're playing in your community, educating them, mm -hmm. you know? So we just need like companies. We are hoping like rich companies will sponsor us to come. We're like, we're going to Bloomington Normal and we're working with their art center there and they're trying to get sponsors and they're like, we want to bring you out. And when you're here, I can do a cabaret. So like I could do a family show during the day. I could do a radio show. I could do a, a cabaret that could raise money. So that's kind of like our business model. We're just hoping something happens. Like, yeah, come yeah. to our. And I'm like, well, we can come there, but we can't afford to. So what uh. are we going to do? And some of the stuff, we just volunteer when we're in your community. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome. That's, that's nice. a great thing. That'd be that simple. makes sense. Follow yeah, yeah, that makes sure. sense. Makes sense. Sure. And, um, and, and one thing that you also did, um, got to bring up until now, and we're, yes, we're actually very close to wrapping up soon. We also um, were a part of the, the forget, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. Yeah, you, brought, you brought that up earlier, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Well, I heard, and maybe you can help me, is it true that Jason Siegel is going to do a sequel or, or is it, I, I think heard, I heard about oh, that. Yeah. Did oh. you hear that he was going to yeah. do a puppet show? That's the first yeah. time. That's, really? that's, the first, that's the first time I've heard of this. I feel I, like someone, I saw something about that. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Someone said, try to get to Jason Siegel to, get, to tell him you're like around. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> something I heard. That was yeah. crazy. That was oh, all yeah, through Jim sure. Dolph. Sounds crazy. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be that'd be crazy yeah. that that actually happened. But we'll see from there. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. So since we're uh, getting close to wrapping up, so what what are can you share anything you're working on currently? I can't. Uh, well, I'm currently working on Sesame Street, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Um, in um, next yeah, since, week, season 54, May tenth, um, the new Muppets Mayhem is coming yes. out. Yes, yes, very excited for that. So excited for it. And I am a character on that that I'm very, very, very excited about. <laughs> um, again, I have Bill Beretta to thank. Um, I auditioned. It was the first time I will say this, but I because I can't say anything. But when I saw this character and um, and looked at her, I felt it was love at first sight. And uh, it's um, uh, it she's nothing like anything I've ever played. Oh, that's great. And well, that's well, all well, I can well, say. Yeah. Um, and also, I think she's a really strong female role model, and that's really exciting. Awesome. Fantastic. We'll definitely keep an eye out for it. Awesome. So what would we you like... So what would you like to say to those who have supported the projects you've worked on over the years? Oh, golly. I just thank them for believing in me. I think, I think when, you know, I, I will say all the projects that I've ever worked on, I really loved working on them. I, there were shows that, and movies and things that people asked me to audition for you know, that were puppet related, but they were mean spirited and, or just weren't in tune with my, you know, I could have worked on it, but it was just not mean spirited, just the type of comedy and humor that I just isn't me, you know, a little 
below yeah. the belt type of stuff or, you know, and, and it doesn't mean they weren't funny or didn't watch them or anything. It's just that I couldn't right. see myself mm -hmm. doing it. So the projects that I lent my heart to have always been things that I've learned and grown and found wonderful people who with, you know, mm -hmm. and I think I would say to um, also too, like projects that you create yourself and support each other, whether or not they're on television or not, there's so much we can be doing in communities and libraries and schools and, or just filming our own stuff and getting together yeah. and supporting each other's ideas. So I think that's the favorite kind of project to work on. Yes. You know? and awesome. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 can, can I, everything yeah, I've can worked I wait? on has been that way. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, our, and our pleasure. I cannot wait for, what, for what's next. Yes. And I'm all, and, uh, and also, uh, Abby, what would you like to say to, uh, your fans? Oh yeah. my goodness. This is so much. I think that, um, Kindness is a superpower. Um, can I take it from here? Yeah, Abby, I feel weird doing her voice without doing her. We love you, Abby. <laughs> we, lo we love you, Abby. You're amazing. Love you, Abby. Maybe if I do, maybe if I hold up my doll or something. I won't feel so <laughs> awkward. Oh, yeah, I have the very first doll ever made. Really? Really? Wow. wow. It might be the one hmm. I used to have. Oh, she's kind of stuck in <laughs> If it is probably it might be oh wait i know what you're talking about chris yeah it might be oh there she goes yeah but that's the one that's the oh one gosh. you used to have yeah yeah oh no it still works <laughs> wow follow your heart huh. oh Oh, so can I so just great. tell you this was the very first doll I ever recorded? Yeah, and I used to have I used to have that. Oh gosh. She's mm. so sweet. Look at her. Aww. And I um was at the recording session and they said, Is there anything else that you want to say? And I said, Follow your heart. And, and so Aww. I was so excited Aww. that I got to choose that and that she is just really um truly when i have her on i can't even explain the way that she's able to bring the heart hi new heart how was your walk i think our dog needs yes. a walk what's that hi, new heart. cat yeah, she told me. Um, Paul got a surprise from um, Bob's uh, daughter, Kat, some oh. albums from Bob, uh, that are Bob albums that were oh. such huge fans. We just had his memorial and it was. Oh, yeah. It, it was such a celebration of his life. Everybody mm -hmm. was so happy because it was his life through music and he was everywhere. Mm -hmm. It was just like oh. one of those things where oh. like it was far enough away from him passing that we were all just just so loving to be celebrating that. Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah. Abby would say be kind. Um, yeah, I know sure. everybody says kindness is a superpower, but she really lives by that. And yes. she also um, when she says follow your heart, she means like that's as a wish fairy. She, yeah. she really genuinely means that you are unique 
and special and wonderful and yep. you are mm -hmm. you have a wish placed in your heart and you should always follow it because no one has that wish but you yeah. so yes definitely uh, <laughs> and if, yeah. so if, if people would like to connect with you where can people find you um well right now which is really nice with this is the good part of jamie because i'm all over the place and i'm back and forth to california and helping my mom um humor with the heart has a website and i think it has a contact us and we have a mailing list so we have that and so we can engage that way um we have an instagram but it's so funny because we only post a little bit on instagram because we want kids to be out in the world families for like of course yeah yeah of course, yeah, of course. making yeah, new sure. hearts food i don't know if you can hear that <laughs> Okay. we also Fine. have a, a facebook page but jamie runs that so jamie is like the, the we're both creatively talented but put it this way jamie is spreadsheets and i'm like doodles <laughs> you know i would like someone says uh yeah she's she's well more organized and i'm a jazz musician <laughs> we're like i'm feeling it so so i would guess humorwithaheart.com and then i I sometimes remember to check messages on Instagram. I'm not the best, but nice. I do. Now I'm going to, I do check Abby hashtags and stuff like that. Cause that's how I find the fan art. Um, Feel free. Awesome. Yes. yes. Nice. Links to those will be in the description. And let me know when this comes well. up. So we yeah, can, so yeah, for sure. For sure. Yes. Right. So we yes. can, we can announce that we had this interview and stuff. And oh, we're, yes. we're, we're going to get to a newsletter pretty soon. And then again, Wonderful. I'm, I'm performing awesome. in, in New York. In so. fact, our interview with Paul is actually the next one to go up. Yeah. Ah, mm -hmm. There he goes. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> the, the, la the last question we asked our guests at the end that uh, Matt or Marty is going to ask, we ask all of our guests at the end. In fact, we asked it yes. to, Paul when we interviewed him. Yep, oh. we, asked, mm -hmm. we asked it to Paul yes, and now we shall ask do. you. Yeah, go ahead, Marty, take yes, this last your one. turn. My turn. Okay, Marty. <laughs> okay, so of course this podcast is called Jake's Happiness Down the Show. Hey, perfect. What do you think of nostalgia? What do you think of, or how would you define the word nostalgia? Oh, that's so... I'm surrounded by it. Like I have my Kermit the Frog Muppet. I have Mary Poppins flying over my head. Bernard you know, Bush I have a, a yeah. Sherry Lewis album. I have Jonathan Winters. I have like, I think back to a time where my dog is so noisy eating his food right now. <laughs> I have Carol Burnett over my door. You know, um, I have like... I have Willy Wonka. Like, I don't even know Jim Willy Wonka. I also made that Dr. Finkelstein. I made him out of pipe cleaner. Sally, deadly nightshade. <laughs> That's one of my crazy pipe cleaner creations. Um, when I think of nostalgia, I think of, you know, uh, stepping back in time to um, when you had a heart memory, right? um yeah you know i that's why i got, love going to thrift stores i just got a whole bunch of muppet glasses a snoopy glass you know oh, from nice. mcdonald's i was like oh my gosh i literally went to a store uh last tuesday called nostalgia oh wow <laughs> wow yeah so look at that. wow 
Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think, I, I mean, how old does something have to be to be called nostalgia? Do you know? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Usually like a decade, I think, is when it Probably at starts. least a decade, I'd yeah. say. I'd, I'd say yeah. like when it reaches like a decade is usually I'd yeah. say, like, the appropriate time to yeah. consider nostalgia. I'd, I'd say that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure. kind of decades old, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Great words to end off. Great words to end off. But That's Leslie, fine. Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. I really enjoyed this. Yes. Of course. And, uh, and I'll, I'll email you uh, when this uh, goes up too. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I and I do believe a congratulations in order uh, before we head on out of here. I need my hat. Thank you. <laughs> this yeah. is kind of my new hat here. Stylish. And glittery. Nice. And glittery. Thank you. Um, this episode's a very special episode for one of our own. Oh, geez. Oh, yes. This episode, ladies and gentlemen, marks our own Matt Bingles 100th Jake's Happy Nostalgia <gasps> Show episode. Yes. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. For those who don't know, I started up with this show in January of last year. Um, I don't want to get emotional now. Oh, you can do it. Um, we can take it. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I can kind of take That's it. That's what friends are for. Yes. Um, I, I, uh, I, I know people are but you start with episode twenty-two. Shut up! I missed three episodes. Okay, <laughs> shut up. I, I, I only missed three, so it's fine. Um, I, I personally want to take this time and just say thank you to especially my mom who's in the background earlier and 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 my dad (laughs) um who have supported me on this journey since day one whenever when i first announced Mm -hmm. that i was going to be on last year um thank you to everybody all my friends and family who supported me as a part of this journey um over the past year almost almost a year and a half um and of course uh chris and jakey my amazing colleagues um Kieran, Kieran, our manager, DJ Bob, and yes. all of you. Um, yes. I personally just want to say thank welcome. you. I, I can't, I can't believe I've done this hundred shows already. This now is you're a... making me a cry. Oh, oh, oh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but thank you all. Uh, what episodes first overall? Uh, one twenty-five. Wow, one twenty-five. Yes. yes, amazing. Yes, wow. but but first I, quarter up to two two hundred episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you all so much. Um, I will say we've got a lot of wonderful episodes coming as we near our second anniversary. Yes, yes that's coming sure. up. Yes, that's, that's coming soon. Wow. Yes, here, I only, and here, Lolly's radio play date only has like 23. You guys, you, you give us something to set yeah. the bar. Yeah. What I like best about this whole thing is the friendship. I don't think people mm. realize, and maybe that's what you're talking about is like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so rare. And it's so nice when you meet someone who likes the same things you do Absolutely. and you can connect and mm. bond over something that's so nice. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> something positive and joyful never underestimate the power of joy and you guys are bringing no. lots of joy to people so that's thank you awesome. thank you so thank much you that really much. means a lot thank you congratulations so thank hearing you. from someone that thank we've you. looked up to for a number of years yes. you know that means yeah. a that, that really i'm does. sure we'll see each other again are you going oh, to the national oh, puppetry sure. festival I, I live like a half hour from i there. might but it really depends with, with the whole I, I, thing I, with 
I live like Dude, a half I'll, hour I'll away time, from. We'll see from there. I live about a half hour away from where the festival is, so there's a good chance you might see me yeah. there. Yeah, but it's for me, weird. For I me, for I me, might still be there maybe, for a couple we'll days. It's hard. But it's very great. expensive. Yeah. It's so we could, expensive. We could give you a tour around the area. <laughs> we could. We could <laughs> there do, we go. That. <laughs> we <could> do that. <laughs> uh, National yeah. Poetry Festival for this morning, July 18th to the 22nd at uh, the University of Maryland. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep in touch. We'll figure things out. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be awesome. Yes. Well. Yes. Very well, guys. Yes. And 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 as usual, follow your heart. Aw, that's great. Aww. Well, to all of our viewers and listeners. Love you, Abby. And Tango, yeah. Tango, too. Well, to all of our viewers and listeners, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Jake's Happiness Out Show. We've absolutely enjoyed our time with Leslie Carr Rudolph. Thank you, thank you again, Leslie. Yes, yes, and thank I will so share much. this. We'll share it on um, Humor with Heart. We'll send it out with our um, newsletter if we get one. Oh, Ooh, that'd, be, yeah, that'd, be that'd be awesome. awesome. I mean, we're, yes. we had one, but sign up on um, uh, that and we'll, sh- and we'll include oh, we will. this. Okay. Yeah, sure. yeah. Yes. Keep nostalgia alive, everyone. We'll see you more with wonderful okay. interviews. Bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to another wonderful Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show interview. Be sure to follow Jake and the crew on social media and stream the show wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And as always, remember to keep nostalgia alive. Bye bye. <laughs>